Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Drop Frames. Um, what episode are we on, JP? One second, let me let me look that. Up. I think uh, 290, 291, maybe. You know, oh, you're probably... actually going to do the research. You're not just going to make some shit up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I I should. Uh, we should know this, but I think it's like two ninety one ish. Let's go with that. And I'll find you the actual number here, Zeke. Right on. 291 episodes of Dropped Frames. How does it feel to be on the 291st episode? Skin Teen, Serious Clara. Seriously, Clara, not serious. Seriously. Well, now I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> She's serious. How Let's, feel? If you guys <laughs> had that on your bingo card, make sure to mark that off. Zeke offends one of the guests. I'm sure that's the free space. In under five minutes. Pretty cool. uh, yeah, if you Pretty might, cool. if you didn't notice, like uh, JP handed me the reins today, which uh, I'm more than happy to take if we're going to be talking about indie games and and you know the love they're in. Uh, let's start. I guess let's start by introducing our guests. Uh, starting with Skin Teen. Hello. Hi, chat. I'm <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm here in the flesh today. Uh, yes. You get you guys know me. Um, I feel like I need to close the. Could you turn the TV down a little bit? I can hear myself. Uh, he's downstairs watching. Um, what would you like me to say? Just I I play all kinds of games. I really like horror games. Uh, but just indie is really kind of where I live. You know. Yeah. Um. So well, for those those people out there who might not know who you are, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, I've known you for many many years, uh, and I'm really like I'm. I'm really uh, glad that you were able to be on the show. So uh, tell us about yourself. Tell the people. Uh, That's a good point. There's probably a lot of people who don't know who I am, uh, who are watching. Um, so I, I've been doing this since about 2014. And my big kind of shtick is uh, not what I'm doing right now. I don't, I don't usually use a webcam. Um, it's a very kind of meme not serious stream. Uh, and I play a lot of, horror games, indie games. I, I play AAA games too, but I, I mainly stick to kind of the weird, obscure stuff that's out there. Because that's just, that's just who I am as a person. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're weird and indie as a person? Yeah, pretty much. Right on. Yeah. Okay. How'd you get your start? How'd you, how'd um, you get up, get on this, the twitch.tvs? Or I... were you around with Justin or not? I was I, I was around, but I wasn't really watching a whole lot. Like I had a friend of mine who just kind of introduced me to to Justin TV. Um, she was she was big into Starcraft, and she was like, "You." Sh I wasn't employed at the time. She was like, "You should do this." And I she introduced me to to like a pro Starcraft player, and I was like, "This guy, but this guy's really good at the game. Who would watch me? I'm not good at games." So <laughs> she's like, "No, it'd be great. It'd be great." And a couple of years later, I found myself. You know, I finally had a job. I was working from home and I was using Twitch kind of as like background noise. And I, I was playing stuff uh, as well just for fun and kind of dabbling with recording. And then I finally thought to myself, you know, I'd like to I'd like to give this the shot because uh, my work from home job, which I didn't always work from home, uh, was video production. I would go out. I would shoot uh, people doing testimonial videos or or just, you know, I'd shoot B-roll. I'd be out for nine, 10 hours a day doing this and I'd come home and, you know, play video games. I didn't 
really want to sit in front of a camera. I didn't want to do the thing that I was doing to people for nine to 10 hours a day. So I was like, I don't want to set any of that up. Let's just go. And that's, that's kind of how it started. I, I uh, honestly, uh, from the video game standpoint, I was like, I want to finish The Witcher because I've tried, I tried to finish it like three or four times and I couldn't get through it. And I was like, maybe if I record it and stream it live, that'll hold me accountable. And somehow that just, it took off after that. I don't know. So was it, did you, did you ever experiment with, with doing cam stuff or was it always just like, not a, um, not a thing? It's like, not into it. <laughs> I actually, I did it first. I, I played around with, with different stuff. And at the time that I had started, I was in an apartment and it was, it was like July. So it was really hot in there. And I'd had, I had not a great setup and I just kind of canned the, the camera idea. I think I did one cam stream where I was playing like Torchlight. Um, that was about it. You know, I'd, I'd kind of put it aside after that though. Uh, You remember your first game that you streamed? Um, like officially as like a, as going for streaming, it was, it was the Witcher. When I was just kind of playing around with streaming, it was definitely dota or the ship <laughs> were the first dota that i kind of streamed yeah yeah i used to play dota what with uh-huh. oh my god yeah. <laughs> i can't imagine you being like a competitive gamer i w- i wasn't we would play against bots because i i don't oh, i'm not okay. a competitive person <laughs> the couple of times that we played against people was awful it was terrible i hated it <laughs> right now all right. Well, okay. Let's well, uh, hold on. Before you go, I got where, oh, where'd the name oh. come from? Why? Why oh. skin? Oh, good question. That is a really good question. Um, I I have this habit of I've had it ever since I've had the internet of just naming myself some like something weird after like a horror character or like a band or like a song name, and so it's it's that's kind of you know every every account that i've got somewhere is is something like that it's never i've never kept with the same name and so when i registered this one i wasn't intending on streaming with it i just you know it was just a name that i used to go watch people and um you know keep track of who i was watching and then when i went to go stream i'd asked a friend i was like should i change his name because it's kind of stupid or should I go with something else? And she was like, no, keep it. <laughs> she goes, no, keep it. It's metal. And I'm a big metal fan. So she, I was like, okay, all right. And I, I didn't expect it to go anywhere. Like I legitimately, a lot of people I think get into streaming, especially nowadays with it, you know, taking off as, as a thing. And that was never on my roadmap. I was just like, I'm going to stream some video games, you know? So the fact that it, that it took off and now it's a business to me is, it's mind blowing, but challenge accepted. So that's that's sure. that's really what it came from, and it's it's a it's like an obscure band from the nineties. Well, I, I have to say, I love your Twitter naming convention <laughs> as a it me JP. Hi, I'm Jade. Uh, yeah. It's very good. It's a it's a was, great I was, twist. Uh, I was I was gonna say of. yeah, I, I was gonna say we we have that commonality, and uh, you, I, people probably mispronounce yours all the time. Item JP, think. I get that a lot. Yeah. I've actually had people uh, like. <laughs> Uh, laser etch that into product that they send me. So I have a couple of item JP <laughs> somethings uh, somewhere, like yeah, a graphics I, card or maybe a capture card. I think has that on the side of it. It's it's great. I get I get him Jade a lot. <laughs> That's I was gonna I was gonna say yeah. like I I I didn't know your I knew your Twitch name before I knew your Twitter name. So I was looking for Skintine and I finally found I was like, is she really yeah. into him like the band? And she just like it, had no. to put an extra I in there like. 
I get yeah. it. I mean, it wouldn't be that far, you know, like like the Bam Margera, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit, like there was there was a I hot second where I listened to them, but no, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> just the just the hi, I'm Jade. That was something I was experimenting with as like something else I had done, um, but. Yeah, I, I just I left it because when I went to go find Skin Teen on Twitter, I was like, I do not want to put TTV behind my name. No offense to anybody who asked to, but I don't want to do that. So I just left it as hi, I'm Jade, because whatever. I just that searched is... Skin Teen and it says, I hate you in the bio. I was like, that could be you. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it could be me, but it's not. <laughs> Follow. I just, like, I, I just like to know that, like, the fact that, that, you, that you had a similar, like, like a uh, name story as as I do. Like my name came from like an improv sketch that, or not an improv yeah. sketch, but like a, a comedy sketch that was written between me and my friends and shit. And uh, you're, I just love that you're like, yeah, that's kind of stupid, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, eight years later, here we are. I guess. Uh, yeah. No. When when JP <laughs> messaged me, he was like, "Would you prefer if I called you Jade or Skin Teen?" And I was like, "You can definitely call me Jade. It's less stupid and it's less of a mouthful." <laughs> And saying skin teen like i'm i'm well aware how stupid it is but you know here we are here we are. good i'm glad you asked because i were glad you said that because i was going to ask like i i swap back and forth between like who actually knows you or follows your twitter mm-hmm. or whatever and who doesn't so I'm, i have to like you know switch back and forth between jade and skin teen and uh yeah jade good excellent i'm glad i know now uh all right yeah. clara since I'm the host, I'm gonna I'm gonna segue into into seriously, Clara. Hello, how are you? I am doing vertical. I am awake. I'm conscious. I have tea, and I'm up upright just for this. Just way too early for you. <laughs> um, no, I had an 8 a.m. call. It's, I'm on the West Coast, one of the slowest time zones in the world, so I suffer. I suffer every day. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I'm like, great. No one gives a shit about Mountain Time, so I I was like, all right, what's well, gonna be easier math for me? Eastern, which is two, like uh, plus two, or uh, Pacific, which is minus one. I'll do minus one. So I always do all my times in Pacific. Uh, so yeah, I know Pacific time. Uh, so wh- who are you? What do you do? What's your thing? What's your deal? Uh, I tricked Devolver into hiring me uh, earlier this year. So you were my client when I was at the agency for over two years, actually prior. So you know, we knew each other for a little bit. And one day I convinced them to adopt me as a a full child instead of a half child. Mm -hmm. Um, And some fool said, okay. (laughs) And now I'm there uh, as as a full in-house influencer employee. I also stream indie games on the side. Wait a minute, I got to match um, Jade's opening. Uh, Hey, Pa! Turn down the milk <laughs> <laughs> Um And also, my other names are Dusty Taint and Bloody Boob. Um, <laughs> skin Teen. At, well, Those sorry, are some AIM like names, cool. dude. Just too cool. Your intro was way too cool. I can't. I can't. I can't match it. But I also I started streaming bajillions of years ago like seven years ago six years ago i can't do math you've been doing it about as long as i have yeah yeah six uh, 2014 
So I did take some time off. I took time off here and there, but you know, on and off uh, for the past seven years. It's crazy seeing the like the sub numbers because I've been partnered. I was partnered in 2014, and so you know the day one subs when in chat they're like, yeah, whatever. Are you freaking crazy? That's such a high number of months. And I want to redo my. I'm totally going off a tangent because I'm ADHD, but um, I was gonna get my sub. Dude, we got lots done. of time to fill, so go. <laughs> and I was like, "How many sub badges? How many slots are there?" And then she's like, "One for every half year." And blah blah blah. And I was like. 25 <laughs> I, looked to, I looked up like oh my god this is insane um so yes i i started streaming actually guild wars 2 that was my start hated it absolutely hated streaming i did it because i was promised in-game gold which i got so i literally did it to get a legendary <laughs> wait wait hold on wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> they gave you like like in-game stuff just for streaming no not the not not like the game just like people in the PvP, because I used to PvP. Like people, people in the PvP world would. Well, uh, I don't know why they wanted me to stream, so I streamed once every few weeks or so. Oh, so this was like a bet me... with your like your oh, people. Yeah, like it wasn't. Wow. Like they weren't my people, but yeah, I was like, if you stream, I'll give you a hundred gold or hundred. Yeah, then I was like, okay, <laughs> I will do this for an hour, and I oh, wow. absolutely hated it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> After a little while, I got into it. Some bad stuff happened, and then um, <laughs> uh, I got partnered. Eventually, started playing other AAA games and other MMOs, and then switched to retro games because I've been a gamer all my life. And then one day, I said, "You know, f it. I'm gonna like I, I don't. I never streamed for a job. It was always a hobby. So, and it will always be a hobby for me. So I decided to switch to indie games and just like I'm not here for numbers. I'm not here for a career." I just want to have fun and share like some new things. Uh, and then I got really involved with the indie community here in Vancouver, BC, which is huge. Uh, I spoke at oh, one the of Coove? the summits. I've been to the Coove, Coove man. <laughs> Home of the Coovers. Still trying to make that a thing. Watch out. <laughs> uh, in, in fact, uh, Inscription, the game that just came out from Devolver yesterday, is made by Daniel Mullins here in Vancouver as well. Um, and I started hosting twitch vancouver meetups so meetups we were the first community meetup for twitch uh i think in the world and we helped to advise on the official community meetup program and now they're all over the place um and did that for a little bit got hired at an agency before i even knew what influencers really were and what they could do but i was pretty heavily ingrained in the twitch community and the dev community so with that unique set of skills i conned my way into the gaming industry which is what I've always wanted to do all of my life. But I applied at EB Games, which is the Canadian GameStop. It's owned by GameStop. Um, I applied three times and never got hired. Is it EB? EB Games? EB Games, Electronic Boutique. Yeah, we had oh, EB okay. Games here in the U.S. as well. At least yeah. in, in Texas, I did. Yeah, it's all. I think it's all under that GameStop umbrella. Yeah. Uh, and it, <laughs> the first time they said I was overqualified because I was doing site ops. And then the second time... I think they warned me not to apply again, and I applied the third time, and they just ignored me. <laughs> I just literally wanted a part-time job, doing my talk. To, I just want to sell video games. I just want to talk and talk about and sell video games to random strangers all day long. Who is this chick? Stop applying. <laughs> stop it. Just stop it. And also, you're banned from the store. Um, She's really intense. <laughs> Can you talk to her this time? 
I just realized early on I had absolutely no talent. So I, you know, I can't program. I'm not going to ever make my own video game. I can't write games. I can't draw. So figure my way out. And so that's actually one of the questions. And whenever I go on panels to talk about stuff, it's one of the, one of the questions I get asked a lot is how do I get into the gaming industry if I have no talent? And I'm like, okay, follow my steps. <laughs> <laughs> do you have like um, an no, instructional like, video out there somewhere? No, I, no, I have panels on how to get into the gaming industry okay, uh, with okay. no talent. So yeah, <laughs> kind of. No, I just picture you on a late night infomercial being like, do you want to be a Twitch or do you want to be in the games industry? Follow my 10 easy steps. Here's my Amazon list of, with referral links to all the now, equipment you need to buy. Now I want to film that. Now I want that to be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. So after that, here I am. Long story short. What, what was your first like, like job title in the, in the uh, game industry? Influencer relations manager. Oh, really? So you jumped right into that, that, that part? Yeah, I oh, okay. I put out a tweet. I was working in provincial government before this and in health, and I put out a tweet that said like if I was looking to work in them, like would anyone at all hire me? And then from there, I got headhunted by a few companies, and then uh, the agency. One of them approached me at PAX West, PAX Prime for Life, but PAX <clears throat> West um, at a random dinner. I said, "Hey, still looking." Cause we'll take you. <laughs> I was like, okay, sweet. <laughs> and I was there for part-time for a few months and then full-time. Now, uh, uh, just a question for both of you, like you feel free not to answer if you don't want to. I, I will tell you that I'm a college dropout. I went to one semester and then never went back or yeah, there's a whole bunch of reasons, but I just never went back. Did you guys like go to college for this kind of stuff? Like schooling, whatever. Um, I am, um, I graduated college for web and graphic design, uh, many moons ago. Uh, so I, I am a college graduate, um, but it's okay. not really for this, you know, I you use those skills, not. but do I know it was community college, Oh, the, <laughs> so... the Kansas city, Kansas community college, uh, welfare stamp. I don't know. <laughs> fighting good enough. Yeah. Fighting good enough. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many opinions about school in North America, but um, I'll just say that <laughs> it wasn't for me. Uh, it's one of those okay. things that, I mean, school came easy to me. I came, grew up in a traditional like academic family, Asian academic family. Um, I did my first couple of years of credits of university while I was in high school. Uh, learned I absolutely hate school. Still went to university of British Columbia for a semester, just like you. Zeke, I went to about three classes <laughs> and then dropped out because that sucked for me. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't want to sink in a bunch of, well, at the time, I guess it was my parents' money. But I didn't want to be in debt for something I didn't know what I was going to do with. And then I figured out that from my friends who all had degrees, my older friends who had degrees, uh, all worked jobs they didn't like and weren't in their field. So I decided to just work for a little bit. I have done a lot of different jobs, but I have made it my goal since then to always be highly employable. That's, that's the goal. So I'm never worried about whether or not I will be employed. I will always be employed because that's my goal. School is not my goal. <laughs> However, the other, the other half of that plan is 
when you get into a good job, they will pay you to go to school. And I think that's how it should work. Um, that's so that's, yeah. that's how I, I, I got I think, any amount of education is I'd approach yeah. my employer and be like, do you want to invest in me? Because I, I like you guys and I would like to stay and be a better asset. Can you pay for this course for me? And they're like, okay. Yeah. So that's like most, the, you know, most places con. like that. Yeah. The, I've only really had two office jobs that I held for a while. Um, and they always paid for me to go learn stuff. So that was a big plus. That's that's some fucking galaxy brain shit right there. Like I would I wouldn't even think to ask for that. You know, like yeah. going to a job and be like, hey, I like this place and I wanna be better at my job. Maybe you should pay me to go to school so I can be even better better yeah. at this job that I do for my, you. My wife went and uh had Harvard uh teaching like schooling because of twitch oh wow so now oh, she wow. holds that over my yeah. head like yeah i, I <laughs> passed four classes to harvard bitch <laughs> with on <honor. laughs> like, and you're like oh, okay i'll uh, go pick oh. up the food today <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, is a huge inspiration to me i'm actually really considering going back to school for a couple of courses in business and marketing now because i found out the x-men school is on the island next to me, like the the school where the, the castle they filmed the X Men movies at. Really? Professor X's. Yeah, it's called Hatley Castle, and I went to see him. Like this place is dope, and most of their courses are online, but they send you over for a couple of weeks a year or something for like. So it's an active work. school. It's a full active school, one of the pioneering schools in Canada to do mostly online. They have master's degrees and graduate stuff, so huh. you're full MBA there, and you yeah, should you know, do that. So. Yeah, you should I'm, do that and then just interested. take photos during class. Like, <laughs> yeah. just, uh, like yeah. Professor X was here, just bring a bald cap. <laughs> take a photo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cyclops was over here, you know, yeah. bring a visor. It'd be great. I'd like to, uh, uh, just, uh, oh, oh, I wanted to ask, does, does, uh, does Aaron put Harvard educated on everything now? No, like, no, she, I, she doesn't I even hold it over totally me. Would. That, that was I me and totally my own. <laughs> she, she doesn't even mention it. <laughs> I bring it up all the okay. time to like. She answers the phone. Hello, Harvard educated. Legally <laughs> <laughs> change that middle, you. change your middle name. Yeah, no, she, she does not, unfortunately. <laughs> all right. Well, on this, uh, <laughs> could you pass this Harvard educated person? Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop holding it over my head. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we get it. <laughs> Uh, this is the part of the show where I kick it over to JP and I say, hey, JP, it's time for some news. Let's talk about what's been in the news lately. And then we all discuss it and talk shit about whatever we want. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, I did the research. This is episode 291. I guessed correct. Okay. So there you go. Uh, we do have a little bit of news. We'll uh, we'll cover the gaming news first. And we got some Twitch news as well with some new stuff that they're throwing into the mix. Uh, kind of sorting by what's been the hottest tracking stuff, at least on Reddit. Uh, Elden Ring got delayed to February. And now it's created mm. the craziest like five-day period of video games in quite a long time in uh, February of 2022. Funny enough, there was some news this morning that God of War is coming to PC now in January of 2022. I kind of think that PlayStation said, hey, move your fucking date. Get the fuck out of January. We want to launch God of War. You can take a week or a month extra to work on your game. Give us some space. You think? I don't know if uh, PlayStation has that amount of pull. I don't know if those deals get done behind the scenes, but I would not be surprised. I've been watching a lot of uh, 
an HBO show uh, that deals with power moves like that. So it's probably all in my head. Mm. I mean, I could see it, though. I could see it because it's just two huge games in a small promotion window. It makes sense for them to want to space it out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, then again, I mean, Elden Ring is such a huge game. There's going to be like, I would have been surprised if there was zero delays. I really would have. In this day and age, I would have been surprised if they were like, yeah, we feel to everything is fucking working. Uh, unless it was like, you know, unless they were going to give us a turd, you know, wrapped in gold. Like, hey, look at this thing. And then it's, gonna, it's broken when they give it to us. Yeah. I would expect <laughs> delays on any AAAs, like big, huge games like that. Any time in the future, like I would, I would bet the line on all of them being delayed. Yeah, yeah, probably right. A hundred percent. So it takes January fourteenth. God of War does. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise on the twelfth for the PC launch, and then uh, the week of craziness starts on February eighteenth with Horizon Forbidden West. Then leads into the twenty second, which sees Destiny Two: The Witch Queen, which is a big expansion uh, that'll feature the next raid, as well as Sifu out the same day. And then three days oh, after God. that, Saints Row and Elden Ring come out on the 25th. So there's a lot of games wow. towards the end of yeah, that Yeah, that's a lot. I that's will tell lot. you that when I was at the agency, when things like this happen, any any publisher that is smaller <clears> than whatever company's delaying immediately have talks. And <laughs> like, what should we do? What do we do? What should we do? Should we move? Should we do whatever? Oh, my God. Do we have more time? Yay. Um, so it, it does happen. I, the power play moves, I, I'm not going to comment on, but um it it's definitely like those those big dates are watched by everybody um because it affects everybody so yeah and and i to zeke's point like i i expected more companies to have announced delays sooner to be honest like the pandemic has really halted a lot of things in general right like even digital companies are affected in some ways because they deal with manufacturing they still do deal with so many like material products if they have any physical releases for instance like it's unless they want to release, you know, Witcher for COVID edition or whatever, or like, <laughs> I feel like everything is released now without getting delayed that requires these like physical manufacturing and whatever, like it's just going to be pandemic edition because it's, it's going to be stunted a little bit. And I, mm-hmm. I expect to see more and more of these and more power to them because as long as they get the funding, do whatever it takes to balance your work life and get a product, a quality product out. Have you seen, like, uh, uh, in your experience with the, the industry, have you seen, like, games that were scheduled to come out and then a big game, like, plops down on their date or close to their date that they're going to release? Like, do they, like, put, like, they, they have you seen them, like, push the date back just for that reason? Or do they just, like, grin and bear it because they have to, you know, come out on time? Like, have definitely seen both i mean like you can't oh, okay well, yeah you can't you can't always change the date it depends on how close it is sometimes you just right. do the best that you can change your embargo dates so that you know people can play it earlier and maybe try to get out ahead of that way um mm-hmm. there's there's a few other and then like put certain marketing around it and time that but there's some sometimes where you especially if you've got like contracts and agreements with like other platforms certain platforms were like you know we told Nintendo we're launching this date it's, you just can't change it sometimes most of the time um but oftentimes if you get enough lead lead time yeah people will change their dates 100 because yeah. they don't want to get crushed yeah 
I wonder if there's parties. Like, uh, if the, if the converse happens, it's like, oh shit, this AAA game is coming out on. A... Did you hear they pushed it back? And they're just like, I'm taking everybody <laughs> to Sizzler. Woo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to Shoney's. I I would imagine because I mean that gives them a little more time. It's always great to have more time to work on something like that to space it out instead of you know not. Yeah. I mean, look at Cyberpunk. We all wish that would have had more time. It's true. It's true. The minutes and minutes we've had conversing about Cyberpunk. (laughs) Now we. I'm sure. Yeah. Cyberpunk's in the news uh, as well. That's true. Welcome my, to the glasses, gang. Put my glasses back oh on. Oh my god. Glad to have you I here. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. <laughs> That's something I noticed about Squid Game. There's a lot of people on that show with uh, glasses. I haven't watched Spoiler? it yet. No. <laughs> I, I think I'm the I one haven't per- either. Me and Zeke are the only two people on earth that haven't seen it. And now I Wait, won't. I gotta it. pay attention to it. Now it's, I'm not it going to I gotta watch pay, it. I gotta watch the subtitles. I gotta pay attention to it. I know people. Yes. I know people would suggest watching it with the subtitles in the original Korean, but I watch it with the English dub, and it was kind of funny. <laughs> so <laughs> it, make it I, I would, better. you know, give it a chance. It was kind of funny. Okay. All right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, moving along in the news, uh, some fun slash kind of did it to themselves type news. So last week on the 12th, Call of Duty tweeted out this amazing image dear cheaters we love games it's our passion we're honored to make games for the greatest fans in the world we don't always get it right but we're committed to doing it our best cheating ruins the fun for everyone no one likes a cheater our goal is to deliver a fun and fair gaming experience for our developers for our fans and most importantly for call of duty players everywhere cheaters aren't welcome there's no tolerance for cheaters and soon you'll know what we mean call of duty they spent the next day announcing and boasting their anti-cheat program called ricochet only for 24 hours later, that to be leaked and already being reversed. So you can just hack. <laughs> so, Double ricochet. Good job. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. And also, someone someone brought up a good point. Did it say dear cheaters? It did say dear cheaters. They egged them on. As someone who streams for a living and, and has been in this industry for so long, the worst thing you can do is put, like, say, hey, don't do this to me or please like you can't do this to me because then yeah, that's a challenge yeah. you don't give them a challenge that's number one yeah that's the rule of the internet don't give people a challenge because then they'll you know they'll try to challenge it so there you go that's ridiculous. It's, like, it's like talking telling like children like don't you touch this bag of vegetables i got don't you do it it's forbidden <laughs> they'll eat the vegetables yeah <laughs> my favorite part of it was the last line which was like soon you will know what me we mean yeah. Yeah, it's very so, like we so solved cheating. It's like, dude, that's yeah. not how that works. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Dude, oh, there, there was a guy. Uh, oh God, it was he was um, he advertised for a like a personal like ID theft, uh, uh, a security something system. He's like, I trust our system so much, I'm gonna put my social oh, yeah. security out there. And he put his social security number out there, and everybody he just got fucked. I think like, that guy oh, got like, the life that. lock yeah, guy. Yeah. I think he got sued yeah. the shit as well. Um, yep. for doing it. Uh, yeah, that, that guy was an idiot. That was the CEO of LifeLock. I remember when that happened. Yeah, I remember. I that now, dare yeah. you. Like, oh yeah. man, there's billions of people in this world, man. Like, come on. many of them are All smarter than you, most yeah. likely. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Like that's the internet's the last foe I would choose. Like if there's a man coming at me with a knife, I would choose man coming at me with knife over internet. <laughs> I'll fight that I bet man on, with a knife. I bet I'll on internet to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's true. I bet on internet. It's a good bet. The, the internet will destroy my entire soul. That's true. And everyone I love. <laughs> Actually, uh, I was on an episode of CSI and that was I was man with knife. Uh, you can see it in the credits. I was in the background. But nice. I was there. Big, no. big, big acting, <laughs> acting amazing. shot here. Uh, some more stuff about a small indie game called uh, FIFA over at EA. Uh, a lot of cause and effect uh, type stories. So EA was uh, potentially shopping around or, or talking to people about dropping the name FIFA uh, from their popular soccer slash uh, football franchise. And the reason is because FIFA is apparently asking for $1 billion uh, for the naming rights every four years. So oh. I could see why that would be a thing that uh, EA doesn't want to pay. Uh, it's also just insane that like FIFA can do that and they're not necessarily crazy for doing so. I think the the number that I saw was that FIFA's earned $20 billion uh, over the franchise or something like that. So it, they are comic book superheroes. One, we want $1 billion. You're not wrong. It's that's crazy that that's. I've just I've heard nothing but evil, awful shit about FIFA. Yeah, like all the news I've ever like, it's one of those like, hundred percent everybody knows like FIFA is dirty. At least at least a little yeah. bit dirty. To yeah. you know, straight up nefarious. Yeah. The obvious power move was to rename it FIFA F E E F A. Yeah, could. I wish they would. They could maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I had I had no I I never I think that. about FIFA so this is all news to me but also not shocked at all about any of it. Well, it's it's a weird story, right? Because we're all like, wait, are we on the side of EA? Like, do we? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh God, what, you're right. What terrible universe oh is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, we want EA to win here. Oh Question shit! Mark? I gotta pick between like the Empire and Mordor. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and then, you know, there's the other uh, potentiality that if EA doesn't buy it, someone's probably willing to pay that billion dollar franchise naming, right? So, like, then they just get the game called FIFA 23. And then what do you, now they're just buying that instead of the EA FIFA, right? So, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a little wild. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what comes from that. I like I like Clara's I like where Clara's heads at, but I think it's got to be closer. I think it's got to be F lowercase L F A. So it's got to be like it's got to be like FIFA, yeah. but in all of the fucking advertising. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I should probably do something. Do you get full foot uh, twenty two? Oh man, it's great. Just change it completely. First FIFA game I'll ever buy yeah. is just to see FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, what else do we got? Uh, Ubisoft finally, according to some sources over at VideoGamesChronicle.com, has greenlit a new Splinter Cell. Uh, they're very early Ooh. on in production. I think they actually just that. did this recently. Yeah. Um, so I don't even know if they have a title or anything around uh, that. But people are saying that uh, we might be seeing something sometime next year. So maybe at E3, an announcement of sort. Um, don't know who the, you know, it, it's so early on. Who knows if like Michael Ironside will be back or... If even Sam Fisher is a part of that or what they do. Um, but hey, new Splinter still. I think a lot of people would be excited about that. Yep. 
I just saw Michael Ironsides in something recently. I can't remember what it was, but it was it was man something. With gun? Yes, he was man with gun uh, opposite my man with knife. In the CSI. <laughs> he won. We both did. Yeah, he won. We were both in there. Yeah, he just he just told me to drop it, and I was like, oh, okay. Sure, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> He's like, drop that knife. I'm like, nah. oh god. Uh, no, but his like uh his voice like is so iconic, and you can pick it out from anywhere. But man, he looks rough. <laughs> like last time I saw him, like him personally. Yeah, I mean, like he, he does not rough. look like his voice. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. I, I I'm trying to look this up because I'm like, well, what was he in? But he's in a bunch of the only thing that caught my eye was something in post production called Super Dicks, and I'm like, okay, I don't think that was it, but. Nice. He's still pretty active. There's like seven things that are in post production. Yeah, man. Nice. He's, he keeps busy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we I mentioned it briefly, but uh, this morning I, I think it's kind of interesting too that it shows how big of a thing this is. Even though this game's been out for three years now at this point, uh, God of War is coming to PC. Uh, we talked about the launch date, but. Uh, having someone that visits a lot and, and sees a lot of just social media traffic around different things. Uh, this was announced three hours ago and it's already got more comments than like giant stories from a week ago. So I think that was probably a pretty good call from, uh, yeah. from Sony to put that out on steam. Uh, it, yeah. it's already up on the store page. You can find it uh, on steam if you want to pre-order and all that crap. But yeah, people seem to be excited about it. Uh, I think it also I'm, opens I'm up excited. the door yeah. for uh, Bloodborne to potentially pop up there as there's rumors about that being remastered or redone or PC oh, port man. or something like that. So The elusive, <laughs> yeah, the elusive Bloodborne on PC rumor that has been plaguing us forever. Yeah. Or like uh, Demon Souls coming to PC at some point, which I think Sony will maybe loosen up on their, on that, you know, because they're starting to bring more things over like Horizon and now God of War. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, God of War is probably one of their biggest franchises. Uh, as mm -hmm. of August 2021, it had sold 19.5 million <laughs> copies uh, on PlayStation 4. So the fact that that was locked to a single console and did that well, I think, kind of speaks volumes. Um, yeah. For comparison's sake, Monster Hunter World, which is something that is on a ton of different platforms, just announced and also did the whole double dip thing where they put it out on consoles first, then you had to buy it again for PC X amount of uh, right. months later. Yeah. That just crossed the 20 million mark uh, globally itself. So different type of game, uh, maybe a little, more, a little bit more niche than God of War, but still God of War did that Ooh. on a single console. So what are the main upgrades uh, from PS4 to PC? Probably, I mean, the so, FPS. Yeah, uh, this like, says native 4K frame rate unlock. Uh, there will be shadows at higher resolution. DLSS will be in there. NVIDIA Reflex will be there, which is a, like a low latency technology type deal. You'll get ultra wide support, uh, joystick and keyboard support. Um, I think they have some trailers. I don't, are these PC trailers? I have not seen these yet. Let's see if these are running. On I wish PC. they'd give you something like give you like a voucher or some, some shit like that. Like that you could put in like a coupon code. Like I bought the original game. Can you give me a fucking discount on the PC version? Yeah. You maybe pay yeah. full no. price because you know, I'm gonna. Yeah. So this yeah, is uh, that's why they're not gonna do it. <laughs> that's right. This that's is, uh, exactly. This is a 4K 60 uh, video. Obviously, this is a 1080p 60 stream and a 1080p video on YouTube. But uh, if you have a chance and you've got a 4K uh, monitor or something like that, definitely go check this trailer out. That looks pretty remarkable uh, and might yes, warrant. I'm watching this in my living room later. <laughs> yeah, that looks. 
crazy. I can only imagine. I, I would assume it's going to also have some sort of HDR uh, technology built into it as well, because the original God of War did so. I'm totally gonna have to buy this again on PC. That you know, sucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. I the loved. Same. I don't. I don't know if you saw Danny O'Dwyer's tweet about it, but he said like, I can't wait to see uh, the God of War replaced with Lady Dimitrescu. And who did he have as boy? Like, he was like. <laughs> I saw a lot of Thomas the Train. Is uh, yeah, the, the yeah. Serpent, the world serpent. Yeah, the mods are gonna be hilarious for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can see like uh, Bart Simpson and Homer doing this, you, like a mod for that. That'd be really good. Oh my God, so many father and son That would be great. Yeah. yeah. That would be great. You could also be do like, a Joel and Ellie. That would also be a lot of fun to go that through. That would this work. Joel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were wow, you going to say, Jen? Be... So, I, I was going to say it'd be like Lady Dimitrescu and, the, and then like Nemesis would be like the boy or something, just like a really small version of him. Yeah. Yeah, that would be or like great. the Moonanites from Aquatine. Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, Moonanites would be incredible. That'd be so good. It's got to be Worf and Worf's son. That too. There's a lot. See, that's, that's why it's also awesome. fun that it's coming to PC because you get a lot of the mods. Uh, mm -hmm. Dude, like I'm gonna go like I'm gonna show a little bit of my age here and go like, what about Sanford and Son? And every time he says, "Boy, you're replacing <laughs> with dummy, dummy, yeah. get over here, dummy." <laughs> good. You could. It'll be a lot of fun. Better be a 50,000 Steam achievements with this. Yeah, I would think. Do the other PlayStation titles have Steam achievements? Link? Like, how does that uh, It's freaking better. <laughs> I wonder if they just take the you know. PlayStation trophy system and, like, emulate that onto the, the PC. I, I'm the guessing. Stuff. I mean, I played I played Horizon Zero Dawn on PC, and there were achievements, so it's got to be yeah. the same. Yeah. That makes sense. I played uh, Katamari Damacy Reroll recently, again, for, like, the 50th <clears throat> time on Steam. And there were achievements, but there were like participation achievements. Like you, you did the level. Huh. They just made <laughs> like the easiest ones possible, I guess. Yeah. And, and then and then two of them, which are like just suddenly extremely hard, is like thank you for participating, and then also give up your life for the next week to do it to get these last two. Yeah, yeah. Hank, I, Hank, I, I, I really we'll continue with the news, but I really need to circle around on Katamari, and I need to know like what what. I just wanted to bring that up now. Okay. When we talk about when we get to the games portion of of the show, I need to know like what the Katamari, what what the deal is because I played it a couple hours and I was like, eh. okay, all right, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, just small little uh, tidbits here. Phil Spencer was saying that uh, Xbox is staying out of the VR hardware space, so you won't be seeing a VR headset uh, coming out of Microsoft anytime soon. Which makes sense, I suppose. No really reason to jump into that, especially if you can use someone else's hardware in the future to interface with the Xbox or, or PC somehow. Did we ever talk about like how did Sony do pretty good with their PSVR? Or did, did they lose and making enough, money, losing money? I don't. I know. mean, uh, it's it's enough that they're going to be doing. Uh, I think they said they're going to be talking about new VR stuff for the PS5 next year. Like they're making another one, another SKU, another headset. So. I guess it did I, well yeah, enough. I, for the money, it is still thought. it's still the best VR for the money. Yeah. Like you can get better VR headsets, but you're gonna pay three times the price. It is still like it's super comfortable and easy. I, I mean, like, I'm not even gonna fucking get paid to say this shit. The PSVR is something like I was amazed at how good it was because it felt cheap as fuck. Like I was like, this shit is flimsy. <laughs> my my vibe is like three times heavier than this. And I put I was like, you know what? This is great. <laughs> true 
How much was it? I still don't have VR. Four hundred, I think. I think that was four hundred. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it, the Quest Two. It's it's pretty dope, but I have to switch glasses to wear. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Glass glasses users uh, t- seem to have an issue with with VR. I had some out. concerns about that. Yeah, I, I, there's a few reasons, like the glasses for streaming. I'd have to like kind of figure something out, and then like I don't have a ton of room in this room to do it. It's got like, and I'm not I'm not the most thing. graceful person, anyways. So <laughs> I don't know. But there's so many like janky horror games on VR that I want one. Yeah, it's like kind of so, it's become yeah. the home of janky horror games. You're you're right about yeah. that. <laughs> there's also really good ones too for the like PSVR. Obviously, it's the only place you can play Resident Evil Seven in VR mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Uh, so it's a pretty big uh, attraction to that headset. Man, which that was is a hell of an experience too. I'm I'm glad I I'm glad I was able to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that is most of the big news for the past week there was a bunch of uh just like game updates and trailers for different things uh dc showed a bunch of stuff alongside all the big movie trailers on saturday at their fandom uh stuff for gotham knights and suicide squad kill the justice league but didn't get any gameplay out of that so it was more just kind of story uh updates and story uh rehash on those trailers um but yeah i think that's it for the news are you guys uh uh uh, Marvel, DC, anything? Do you guys do comic, like superhero shit? You knew it at all? Um, I used to read them. I I read them from time to time, and then I'll I'll watch the TV shows. So I'm I'm a casual fan. I I do I do kind of keep up, and I love. Um, oh, I'll never shut up about Marvel Heroes going away. Mm. Uh, the it? PC game. Yeah, it was like it was kind of like a top like a Diablo style uh, MMO. It was, I thought it was great. <laughs> and it it's was. gone, and I wish somebody would make it come back. It was, um, it was really I, weird. They took that away. Yeah. I agree with you. Oh, yeah. um, I think that went away in like 2016 or 2017, and they, it came out oh, in maybe okay. 2013. Okay. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. They yeah. shelved it so that uh, Marvel's Avengers uh, mm-hmm. could come out, gotcha. which obviously, yeah. yeah, we've talked to that, talked about that for a long time <laughs> on the show. Yeah. It's, it kind of had a similar play style to uh, um, what's the one uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. The one that's on, yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was an ARP. I like that one too. I pl- I play that one too. So <clears throat> totally. Yeah, I keep up. I keep up. Yeah. You were gonna I don't say play Claire? any superhero games, but I I mean like growing up, I used to read like all Marvel comics, and I wasn't as into DC. Like I'm, I'm not like Marvel versus DC girl, but like I was mm-hmm. definitely heavier into Marvel than I was into DC stuff. Um, and I would became casual for a while. I've watched every single MCU movie. I think I did the whole like gauntlet of them, and I love them, but I know that they're also pretty stupid. Um, <laughs> however, with Loki and like so, some of the offshoots have really kind of rekindled my my desire to go back to the comics because now they've got like Eliath is in there and they've got like this possibility of a Mortis coming back. Like there's just like it's the freaking like Marvel comic universe is so vast and diverse and crazy that I it's it's like the possibilities for MCU. Are like endless now that they've unlocked like the multiverse and ooh, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm into it but it's ugh, the theories it's all just in my head and i recently picked up a comic called ice cream man and i, I love that <laughs> <laughs> nice like a crazy ice cream man 
something. Is that a Marvel comic or is that just, like, yeah. just a comic? You just decided to throw that in there? Like, hey, yeah. uh, by the way, Ice Cream Man's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to write that it's down. Sponsored. Now that you said I've been influenced. It was like 99 Speaking of that, cents. What do you think of the word influence? What do you think of the word influencer, you guys? I just want to know, like, what's oh, your opinion okay. on... I know, I just... Like, curious. I have strong opinions, so I'll, I'll say I don't... I... I... Uh, initially, I kind of recoil at the idea, but I understand its application, and I can't say that it's incorrect to use it. You know, <laughs> so it's kind of where yeah. I'm at with it. I don't, I don't necessarily uh, like call myself one, even if I am one. Uh, yeah. So influencer yeah. is in my job title, and it has been for the past five plus years. And before that, I didn't like the word influencer either, but I wasn't in marketing, and now I am. So. Um, it's, it's a term and it's unfortunate that it has, it's a real word as well. Like just the word influence. And I feel our society here in the North America, um, is very, very sensitive to feeling at all duped or taken away from personal agency. So like for two seconds, if someone believes that someone else implanted an idea in their head, they're like immediately on guard. And I'm one of those people too. Like, no, all the thoughts in my head are my own. All my ideas are original. I'm 100% Clara. No, um, just, that, that idea is a little ridiculous. So we are influenced by like our friends, our family, our coworkers, everyone around us, media, and the people that we watch. Um, and so I have grown to love actually that term because the idea that I can share and any of you out there who are streamers can share something you love and know that you are... Um, impacting them in a positive way um, and allowing them to see something and be exposed to things that you're interested in, that they'll be interested in, that also benefits the developers and creators who make the stuff that you're interested in, branding opportunities, all that stuff. It all comes from positive influence. You can absolutely have negative influence, um, but those are not obviously the people that I'm talking about. Um, and also there's right. some negative connotations with like the, the Instagram influencers, the travel beauty blogger like influencers. Gaming influencers, in my mind, are completely like a different world from that, like lifestyle influencers. And I think that's what people kind of see and, and associate with that word. But influencer is simply just someone who has uh, some marketing appeal and, and some stickiness to the things that they touch. And as long as they're doing it res uh, responsibly, um, transparently, I would never ask anyone to hide because I, I, that's a huge part of my job, especially at the agency, was like, Almost half of my work, if not more, eventually had to do with paying streamers and YouTubers to play games. And the culture shift over the four years or so that I was there was massive. It was like, ooh, like so, such a dirty word to like the opposite of like, are you paying me? Because I can't stream the game. I've got like 20 other companies courting me. You know, like it's, it's like totally shifted. And their, their viewers have also shifted. And now they're like engaging happy. Like, I want you to get your bag. Like, this is the dream to make money doing something you love, right? So viewers have come around to like, okay, they're not, mm -hmm. they, they can't do this for free forever. And this is good. Right. And I have bought how many games because I watched the stream? Like, this is good, good stuff. Um, I agree. And, yeah, as yeah, somebody so. who's kind of in the, in the, in the mid tier of, of Twitch, and having to adapt to that, like I could see the tide turning in that direction of uh, needing to acquire sponsorships and get the bag, as you say. And um, 
that that was a that was a bit of a weird mental shift for me to to adapt to but uh, it it's lucky that you know the the perception the public perception has has also pivoted with that and it's a positive thing you know if i do raid shadow legends or something my viewers are like all right let's go you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's yeah. what makes you all awesome right like it, the fact that you can you can do something and they believe in you they trust you i hate that word mm -hmm. authentic but i do have to use it often when i talk with clients and stuff like mm -hmm. this is authentic representation you know they're, they're ambassadors blah blah, blah. but it, it is true though like you viewers are not stupid they can spot a fake a mile away if you're just like spouting crap and and they know it's just for the dollar they can spot it and and you know what sometimes it doesn't even matter because they just want to support you and they'll they'll do whatever you ask them to because at the end of the day they love you um so how can you not love that and i will never fault someone for not wanting to call themselves influencer the times where i get a little uppity is when they outright like admonish Tonight. that term if they yeah. like are out there and they're like i am not an influencer and i will and i i hate when people call me that well like okay then stop applying for review codes um stop <laughs> like, asking for sponsorships do not fucking get paid for it because we don't pay you to be a nice person we pay you for your influence we pay you for your marketability and if you don't embrace that that to me is being a sellout you're not being truthful that's so that's like my angle on things if you want stuff from companies you are doing a business transaction you're entering the business world you are an influencer like it or not so if you don't want to call yourself that that's totally fine but don't mm -hmm crap on something that is literally putting food on your table um you're lying to your viewers if you're not being transparent and open about your business yeah wow yeah that was, that was good stuff i was i, I, like was, it. I yeah uh i think that the influencer thing um i don't mind being called whatever as long as it's as long as it's truthful as long as it's, actually, it's something i do and yes i am an influencer i do influence people to you know whatever buy games or or toilet paper or whatever you know <laughs> i would time, be but... sponsored by a toilet paper brand like hell i poop dude <laughs> i poop too i poop too and i use I'm charmin passionate about charmin man these are gross <laughs> i don't do that at paper. all <laughs> i use a lot less of it though that i now that i got a bidet though i will say i, I use like probably 80 percent less than i used hey, to use but now that i got a butt wash Wonderful. Invite me back when we do like a bidet stream because I I, will, <laughs> I can talk forever on it. We'll stream on a bidet. We'll be on the bidet. And, and yes. we'll, I mean, we, we won't be showing it, but we'll be okay. Yeah. Anyway, bidet stream. Uh, as far as no, as far as the like the the labels go, like I think the people I I know I would have a I had a problem with it or not a problem with it, but like it like influencer, you know, it's just same. It was the same problem that I had. Just it, it's a twinge when I was doing stage stuff and they would say, all right, the talent, I'm like, mm, mm. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm the talent. Like, look at all these other talented people here. I can't be the talent, right? I'm not that guy, but it's a term that like, yes, it's truthful. Yes, it's, it, but it, it's, I think the biggest problem is it, you feel pigeonholed. You feel like that's not all I am. I'm not just an influencer. <laughs> I'm, like I'm an entertainer. I've never cared <laughs> at all. Like, I, I don't know yeah, what it yeah. is. It, maybe that's just my personality, but I've just never cared. Like when I was I'm pretty uh, indifferent to it. Yeah. Yeah. It, if, if I'm an influencer, fine, that, that works for me. <laughs> Great. Like I've, I've been a, a, a 
person of many, I guess, uh, titles in the industry. And it's always like, cool. Yeah, that works for me. Like I'm myself, but if you want to call me that, sure, let's go for it. Um, I mean, you're all such diverse people in what you do. You're creators. Like, does anyone balk at that? No. Are you create content? You are yeah. an influencer. You are an entertainer. You are an asset. You're a brand tool, you know, like, but no one's out there going like, hello, brand. Oh, well, actually I am. Sometimes I just say, <laughs> I literally will send hello, you brand. And I said, hello, influencer. Here's your code. Do influence now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I also right. think that there's, there is a, um, at least for myself, my like vocabulary will shift depending on the type of person that I'm talking to mm -hmm. and what their role is within the industry. So like, if I'm talking to an agent, then I'll immediately be like, yeah, so what does brand think? Right. And I don't say that type mm -hmm. of shit to anyone else other than like someone who's working in like marketing or in an agent uh, position. Cause if I'm just like talking to chat, like, oh yes, we've got brand here. They're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's just, that's just kind of how it's, how it's gone and how it's been, I think. Does your business card say product mouthpiece? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, the other, I, I did read, uh, I forgot. It was at a rather well-known publication. Um, but there, I, I think within the industry at large, maybe not our industry, but maybe just, uh, Clara, you were talking about like the beauty industry and, you know, all the other, the movie industry, all that type of stuff. Um, they're starting to call this the age of the influencer now right? Like the big brands, the, the, uh, prestigious brands, the car brands, whatever, they don't look at commercials the same way anymore. They try to figure out what influencer they can get attached to their stuff because it's more likely to work than just like a straight up brought to you by Lexus. It's more like, Hey, if that mm -hmm. person is driving a Lexus, people are more inclined to like, you know, open their eyes to say, well, maybe I should, maybe I should. Matthew McConaughey made me really want to Lincoln. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's right. He doesn't come with the car. You know that, right? <laughs> they say that, but maybe he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it's really interesting to see that type of stuff. Uh, and it's not anything new, right? I, I think that the age of the influencer has been around for a while, but now we're starting to accept it a little more within our corner of the the industry or corner of yeah. the world um and video games and whatnot. More than that. It's, it's being celebrated now uh so it went from like reviled to accepted reluctantly to now it's celebrated she's like oh my god bloody faster that's my girl on the on the freaking elgato box or whatever it is that she was you know like they're celebrating it and then seeing people on like times square like the thingy the marquee like yeah. it's it is celebrated i'm watching project runway season six right now this is like 15 years ago or whatever and they're constantly going like please borrow generously from the macy's wall of accessories and sponsored by Saturn. like no one bats an eye this crap's been around forever so yeah yeah now yeah. now you're part of it you've made it it's you've true all made it. that's true that's very true um did have some twitch news uh to move on a little bit with that uh some of the stuff that is actually i think started populating the chat two days ago or maybe it was yesterday uh, the first time chatter highlight is now a thing. Um, I, I yeah, noticed I that yesterday. That. that is fantastic. I love it. I like it as well. Uh, I, I have not seen, and I'm looking kind of at the blog post and I can share this, uh, so everyone can see it. I have not seen if you have the option to like disable this. So if the new time, the first time chatter does not want the attention, they don't have to have the attention because that it can be a little daunting, right? When someone types for the first time in a chat with X amount of viewers and they're like, oh shit, like the broadcaster right, just yeah. mentioned me by name. 
now everyone's focused on me type deal. Um, it's like it's it's sort of like a bot calling out, you know, thanks for coming to the stream. And that was such a socially unacceptable thing to do for a while. So right. I, I do like I do like it, although the like all week that I've been seeing it, like it's been accompanied by the weirdest people saying the weirdest stuff it's as true. their first time chatting. And well, I'm like, that's yeah. really that's your first message. <laughs> it could probably be exploited. <laughs> right like it it could definitely be exploited if someone just goes and makes a new account and then wants to put a little bit of an exclamation mark on something they don't have to wait Mm -hmm. for channel points to do like a highlighted message they could just say something in chat for the first time so yeah yeah, i think you'll have to definitely be on the uh the lookout for that type of stuff but uh as it says here you can toggle it off if you don't want it uh and so the the broadcaster does have that uh that option uh though i don't know if the chatter has that option uh yeah i would I would hope it would be them that would be oh, on the chatter. Yeah. Right here. Does everyone see the first time chatter highlight in chat? Only, Only the, the creator and mods can see the first time chatter highlight. Oh. Well, um, there you go. I've, I've seen first time chatter when I was watching streams yesterday. Really? Were you like yeah, a yeah, VIP or anything uh, by chance? I don't or? think so, but that's hmm, interesting. Yeah. I guess it's a moderation tool. That's way different and cannot be exploited potentially in the way that I was saying at least. So yeah, right. good. Hey, they actually thought through a product like round of applause for Twitch. There. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't poke holes in that. Uh, it's good stuff uh, for everyone else. Uh, this is what we have seen uh, chatters with this first time chat from viewer. Yeah. We see it a lot. Uh, I've seen a lot today. A lot of first time people here. Uh, and I think I as a broadcaster, that's it. great. Yeah. What were we saying? I think they need to test it because I did. I saw it a bunch yesterday. I was yeah. watching like seven streams at a time all day because game launch and stuff. Launch. Yeah, but like, yeah, no, I saw a bunch. There's no way I was VIP slash mod in all of those channels. So yeah, maybe a little bit of testing is required. Or maybe the streamers just like snuck in a, a mod thing there without you knowing. Because you are, yeah. I mean, you're seriously Clara. You know, you're a big deal. You gotta gotta make sure they're. <laughs> Making Devolver yes. happy, right? By proxy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we have? There's another thing that Barry linked me here that I'm just going to read the tweet. It says, over the month, some viewers may see up to three new buttons on live channel pages. Rewind the stream, remind me, and watch trailer. This experiment will form, uh, sorry, will inform future features uh, only, and the buttons will be m- removed once it's complete. And then it linked to a Twitch user voice uh, for feedback. So I don't know if I have those buttons and I don't necessarily, they didn't explain what they do. Although I think kind of self-explanatory remind me is probably for um, like a stream schedule or something. Yeah. Watch trailers. Yeah. Watch trailers is utilizing a thing that has been in place. I still don't have a trailer on my channel. Uh, I don't know about if you guys do, but there's really, I've never had someone say like, hey, I watched your trailer for your channel and now I'm going to become a full-time viewer, right? They just tune in live. <laughs> There's no discoverability on the platform anyway. I've had I've had somebody tell me that, but it wasn't like that. It was, I watched your trailer. What are your rates for video editing? And I was like, no. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. At least they said video editing, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah what are your rates for foot stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Live rewind is kind of interesting, though. I I don't know if that just if that just pulls like 
straight to the VOD, or if it is truly like a timeline that is now on streams where you can just, just like YouTube, rewind whatever you want. Um, yeah, I, I've not interfaced with that uh, thus far, so I don't know necessarily what it means, and I haven't seen anyone in chat as I think this just went live. Yeah, an hour and 17 minutes ago, so uh, yeah. it's new or new-ish. Sorry, is it for everybody or just like select people, like a slow rollout? It is. I just closed the tweet. One second. I think it says uh, some viewers may see up okay. to three new buttons. So some so. Rollout. Viewers, not some channel, some viewers. Yeah. And That's it is an experiment and they will be removing it once the experiment is complete. So might not that stick around. all the time. Yeah, they do a lot of this stuff. Like, what just happened? I just missed it. Like going back like five to ten seconds, that's freaking phenomenal for me. Like to, for clipping purposes, for, for right, just like yeah. stepping away. Like people feel like they miss less that way. Yeah. And they, they, they don't have to like freaking don a still suit to watch a six hour stream. That's right. There, <laughs> since since I am who I am and I play games, you know, with wonderful mediocrity. Um, sometimes people will be like, "Oh my god, I stepped away for five seconds and he beat that boss that he was on for the last three hours." Shit, be good for those people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of questions like, does Chappy is is chat also rewound with that as well? I don't know. I don't know if it just keeps the chat live um barry in uh in chat says that live rewind will not work if you have vods disabled uh set to auto unpublish yeah. so yeah. at least that's what no. he was told that makes that makes sense yeah. because i mean like you just do a picture in picture it doesn't have to back. be like fully robust just people literally just want yeah. to see what they missed visually and yeah 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 uh and then the last bit of twitch news not really anything um platform wide or, or platform changing uh, but it is a interesting thing from my point of view as someone who does watch parties uh, and knows a lot of people that do watch parties. Uh, coming out on November the 6th, uh, Twitch has partnered with Netflix and League of Legends so that you can stream the first episode here on Twitch. Um, I don't know if that means you just open up Netflix and like stream it or if there's going to be a channel that's streaming that. Or what? I would assume assume there's going to be more details uh, coming it's up. Soon. Yeah, it's probably only the league thing, but um, I mean that's still really cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it it's an interesting door to open. Um, yeah, because I, I there there could be a lot of viability for them to just like partner with Netflix. I could see why they wouldn't because Prime, but you know, one. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the first episode of the League of Legends show uh, Arcane which is an animated show that uh, is coming out uh, and highly anticipated. And I think a lot of people are excited for it in, uh, in November. And that's not just because my wife works at Riot now. Uh, I think people are actually excited for it. Um, so we'll see. I, I'm curious to see what that looks like and how that goes. Speaking of, speaking of that, that little point you just made, like, man, you get, you have to, I have to say that a lot. Like I find myself having to say like, I'm actually enjoying this. Like I'm not. I know I'm sponsored stream, but I'm. I, I, this is good. I'm. I like it. I hope you fucking believe me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it's, like, I, it's in the back of my mind. Later that a lot. Today. I have to do that a and, lot uh, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely in the back of my mind all the time. I think what a lot of sure. like I'm noticing that um, because they're being more free with it, and and it comes with practice. Being being a, a sponsored fucking brand tool um takes practice and <laughs> um what i'm noticing is just they're being freer so with 
uh, it's not all positive. You know, they do have constructive criticism, which helps to balance it out and, and to appeal to the fact that you're not trying to sell to everybody. Like people are saying for sponsored streams and videos, like if you're into games like, you know, so-and-so, then this is for you. If you're not, then maybe pick it up on a sale. You know, like being extremely honest and being very consumer conscious has been extremely helpful in delivering sponsored messages and, and just, you know, that way that you continue enjoying it the way you normally enjoy it. And then um, being conscientious about it is, is what viewers really appreciate is what I found in some research. Yeah. Well, makes sense to me. As, I just, I, what I appreciate a lot is the fact that, and, and this may sound weird, but the fact that they're hiring people like you, Clara, like to do the <laughs> influencer shit that like, you know, I can like laugh and joke and, you know, poke fun and all that kind of stuff. Like, I've seen like some really hands off, like, here's the thing, do the thing, and two hours is done. And then sometimes they'll be like, yeah, say whatever you want. Like, and then it's like, it's the, the, the person like the, that made the thing or that hired you or whatever, just like, you know, rolling with it the whole time. It's like, I'm glad it's moving more towards that. So you have like a direct, like more direct line rather than some, mm -hmm. you know, esoteric bag of money that's like, yeah, paying you something with no, like, you know, no personality. I 100. I, I had a conversation, um, and I guess I have to talk about this in like weird, uh, generalized terms. Uh, I had a conversation with someone in the industry who I used to do sponsored stream with, and no longer do sponsored streams with, and was very uh, casual about like, "Hey, uh, was this like, you know, what was the reasoning for this?" And it wasn't just like a cold response. It was like, "Oh yeah, we're we're doing X, Y, and Z." And, you know, unfortunately you weren't part of that, but if it doesn't work out, we could definitely come back and revisit that. And just that conversation was like, oh, oh, okay, great. I'm just going to move on about my day. There was no anxiety after that. It was just like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Let's just move forward. Um, no. And so like the more that we have, I think as influencers, it will help so much of a like relationship building process between like influencer and, and marketing. Um, Cause that conversation while so simple and so simplistic actually like matters right it's yeah. not it, 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 just being a cold facing company um mm -hmm. i think honestly makes it so that one if you do work with that company it makes it hard to want to work with them again if you're just like here are your bullet points here's some graphics good luck right it's so much better when it's like hey if you need anything here's my text these are the graphics all this type of stuff right uh, having mm -hmm. a person person to like interface with is so important so yeah I, I echo everything zeke was saying um for people yeah. like yourself claire it's very important i would say like every single panel and and i kind of consider this one of the panels well that that talks about influencer stuff is um this is a relationships industry um you don't know i straddle sort of like pure marketing production because you know i'm part of like all the steps but i'm, I'm more towards the marketing side because all of my heavy intense stuff is with the launches with the heavy beats right um but it's about the relationships and when i was at the agency i never hid any secrets of my there were no secrets like <laughs> of my methodologies and what i do because it is about the relationships i tell them all the time i send the same damn emails you do the difference is they read mine <laughs> they'll respond to my not a copy and paste. Respond to my dms yeah they are copy paste though that's it's actually like, a personal kind of yeah. like, it feels more personal yeah yeah it, but what happens is like i have a relationship with them that they don't so that's what they're paying for is like not the secrets not the methodologies i'm doing exactly like that's 
there's nothing really magical about what I do. It's simply fostering relationships. I'm watching three or four streams 24-7. Just keep rotating. I'm just finding new people, talking to them, and I talk to them like humans. And being a streamer myself, like, granted, I only stream, like, very little now. But it's just to kind of keep my feet dipped and unaware of the culture and what they're looking for and what they're not looking for, what turns them on and off. Um, so that aspect of things is what my job is and, and what differentiates me from like a key distributor that they can just pay a quick license for or like um, just doing it themselves. Really like, I don't, what is it? What is an Ezekiel underscore I, 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 you know, <laughs> where I can be like, oh, what game is it? All right, well, and I've played a lot of games as part of my job too. It's like, okay, I'm going to find people who have played these games and they're pretty, you know, like in in your realm. And I can list off the top of my head and their rates, these 20 streamers and YouTubers, that'll be great for what you're, you're doing. Here are the beats. Here's the timing that would work for them and the way that you want to deliver it. Wait a minute. So you have a list of what all the streamers get paid for doing stuff. I can literally I get out. I really hope that something like that doesn't ever get out of the public. I don't, no, no, I don't That'd be like terrible. Of, that would be awful. Uh, oh, no. Who really, really, really awkward. Like <laughs> Number uh. 726. <laughs> 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 no, but like, I can just like, honestly, like ballpark because I've been doing it for long enough. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, we did have like some weird breaking news that now has somewhat been remedied uh and it's only pertaining because me and zeke are massive persona fans I, I don't know if jade or clara if you guys are as well um but More At of it. <laughs> okay atlas uh put out a atlas oweenie 2021 costume contest and in the prizes they say that you will get uh for best in show one digital code for <gasps> persona 5 royale available on the playstation 4 the PC and Nintendo Switch. That game has not been announced for either Switch or PC yet. Uh, they have come out and put a tweet that says, if you saw the typo on the prizes, no, you didn't. So whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> Good I one. I don't know. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Literally employed the Wizard of Oz method of trying to take care of it. <laughs> That's right. It's, in, oh, it's interesting to see. I mean, that's pay no attention to the. Yeah, uh, one. That's a very strange tweet to see from Atlas, a very uh, Japanese uh, company. First of all, uh, two. If that's real, then those are coming out, and this uh, contest ends November fifth. So, I would think that that potentially that announcement is looming, uh, being that it's uh, October the twentieth. So. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on that. It seems to be the never the... saw us tweeting. Yeah, that's what they should have done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they should have yeah. gone with that. That would have been. Great. <laughs> well. yeah. Oh, that's really funny. I love that. <laughs> um, and then Zeke, uh, being that it's your show, we do have the Golden Joystick yeah. nominations, uh, but we're two minutes out from normal break time. So you let me know what you want to do here. Let's. Uh, I think this is a good time to take a break. Okay. Uh, I always like taking breaks. Like I'm very like, I, I may not seem like it, but I'm I'm, I'm very schedule oriented person. So I'm like, it's one minute till break. It's good. <laughs> yeah. And I'm on it like 31 after. I'm like, JP, we taking a break today because <laughs> I'd like to know if we're going to take a break because it's weighing down on my mind. So <laughs> yes, let's take a break. Uh, We'll be right back. We're going to be talking about the Golden Joystick Awards. We're going to be talking about uh, this is the, the 
fun part of our show where we talk about, you know, what we've been playing and all the games and stuff we nerd out about. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, mainly indie games. And I'm sure, like, I just completed uh, Indie Week on my, uh, on my channel where we did, I did five days of nothing but indie games. So I've got a, a nice long list, and uh, we'll compare notes, I'm sure. So uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We'll be back in a little what, five, five, six minutes, something like that. So get up, go pee, go do whatever you got to do, pack a bowl, and then come on back. So uh, I got like some purple haze and some, oh, shay, everybody. Hey, welcome back to the Dropped Frames. Uh, <laughs> I forget that not everybody lives in a state that has uh, <laughs> legalized marijuana. So like. I live comment, right I just, next door to it. And yet I know. we are probably the last to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. True. I just say that that's just something I say like every, every time I go to break, cause I take, I take a break every couple of hours during my stream. And every time before I go, I'm like, Get up, go potty, have a smoke, pack a bowl, whatever. I'll be right back. And, like, I just got, like, it's just not something I even think about anymore. It's just second nature. So uh, if you don't live in a, a, a state that has legalized marijuana, do not, for any reason, <laughs> look for or pack said bowl. Okay? Okay. Good. I'm in Canada. Uh, it's been uh, you, if you heard, forever. If you heard yeah. that, oh, yeah. no, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you didn't. <laughs> Well, you heard that. No, you didn't hear that. Think you heard that. No, you didn't. Think you heard that. No, you didn't. Oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're hanging out with uh, Skintine and seriously Clara, um, JP, and I, and um, we're gonna. This is a section of the of the show where we talk about our video games. Also, oh my God, it's one of those things that bugged me. Like I got off and I went out, like went to go to the bathroom, and like. Did I just say the fun part of the show? That was so stupid. Like I shouldn't have said that. Like all the all the parts of the show are fun. I meant like the the frivolous, the you know the the the, the for funsies, you know where we don't talk about news or anything. We talk about just you know video games and whatnot. So <laughs> that bugged me. So I felt like I should mention that. I didn't mean like the other parts of the show. I had a delightful definitely time are. during the news. <laughs> I love it. That's with her I cup of coffee. I did. <laughs> Wonderful. It was so troll. Words and <laughs> I did. I did. I, 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 lo I love talking about news and kind of like the discourse that happens from that. everybody's opinions. Yeah. Me I took too. Off and my and, business yeah. girdle, put on my for fun girdle. Now I'm ready for the second half. There we go. <laughs> you wear a girdle too? Hey, girdle. <laughs> girdle homies, me and you. Uh, <laughs> So no, the thing is, like with with the news and stuff, I I I mostly get it from this show. Like JP is is, you know, with the JPNN and stuff like that, you're pretty much like up on all this stuff. Um, but for me, like I come to the show and JP brings up something like really, and then I will look it up then and be like, oh wow, okay, <laughs> that happened last week. Oh shit, oh, me. <laughs> it's like you know, you get. Uh, I'm sure you guys are are similar. Like you get in your own like you. Get, you have your little your community bubble and then a lot of times you don't like venture outside of your little community bubble so you get like news about like you know joe blow your your subscriber or viewer or whatever and you're like oh man I, I know all the news about that guy but i don't know like sony's releasing god of war like i have to be told that on this show so yeah how do you feel about skin Glad kids, to have Zeke? 
How do I feel? Oh, skincare is very important to me. Very important. I have I wear a blue light blocker <laughs> okay, every good. day. Good. Glad to hear it. Um, before my stream. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as you can tell by my uh, by my pores and you know he my non aggregate looks. It's yeah. why he needs yeah. the break. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I, I use he's a, seventeen years yeah. old. <laughs> yeah, not related to yeah. anything. Right, I was just asking. Uh, so okay, before we get into the games, I did have like I actually like was talking to talking to my my lady about this. Like I slip into like you know like you know how people have phone voice. Like I have host voice, like host mode. Like where like the JPs you're hosting. I'm like mental switch. So I like wrote down questions and shit. Like I, I, like it's an actual fucking interview or something. Um. <laughs> Like it's an actual show, and I gotta care about you know, I what I'm saying. Because I, I, I was like, I think I can open the door because or the window because I'm not being loud enough because I'm not in streamer mode where I'm like projecting from the diaphragm quite as much. I'm just talking. So yeah, <laughs> Travis, like, yeah, I think you're fine for that. Yeah. Uh, so this is a question that I've been that I've been asked uh, since the, today's focus is is like on indie games. Um. The question that I've been asked and the question I've asked myself a lot is like what constitutes like indie for you guys? Like it's so like it's so big now. Like AAA it, we all know the AAA names. Like they're the, they're the people who have conferences at E3. That's that's like AAA, mm -hmm. right? What is what does uh, indie mean to you guys? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, because I don't like off the top of my head, I I don't know the size of a team who's built something. It's typically mm -hmm. if it's if I guess if it's not something that I've heard of, you know, on TV, I, I'm not seeing you know the UFC sponsored by Inscription now on Devol. You know, I'm not seeing that kind of thing. Um, but I'm I'm hearing about. I, I, typically, I think at this point, if if I know that it's you know, a really small team, I come ac across that, that information, or if I know that it's from a specific um, publisher that mm. is just known for, for that, like Devolver, then I assume it's an indie title. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, that's a, that's, it's been nebulous for a very long time, I think. Yeah. And I don't think we're, especially now that we've got like double A or triple I, you know, where it's yeah. like the, the Hades of the it, world, right? Like a super giants, a super indies. Yeah. Um, yeah. so it's, it's a really good question. Hard. I don't really know what it means anymore. Yeah. I mean, like, I think at the 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 purists will say once you sign with a publisher, even an indie label, you're not indie anymore because you're not self-publishing. So there's that angle. Uh, I don't fully believe mm -hmm. in it myself. I think for for indie, like if you're independent, it's like an indie films. If you're if you're able to execute your vision with absolutely no tampering mm -hmm. and no you know input from uh, shareholders and whatever. And then you're you're still indie. You can have fifty people. You can have hundred people still be indie. Clay Entertainment. They do Don't Starve and Rifflands and all that. Their team is massive. They're here in Vancouver too. They're pretty big, and they're still indie. You know, like mm -hmm. um, and and then you've got like smaller teams. Like I'll just name off like a Canadian Vancouver because I, I deal with them a lot. But like you know, like Celeste. That's tiny little team here, right? And uh, Wander Song, friggin' Inscription, one guy for the most part, you know? But it, it I, I think it's just your vision and how irreverent you can be about external influences on your vision. I think that's that's pretty important. I I didn't. There are some teams where I didn't know that there were any like Frontier Games. I was like, I only stream any games on my channel, and they're like, uh, we're we're indie, and I was like, 
oh <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that's the jurassic park like, people and, right yeah yeah the jurassic yeah. park people the planet jurassic Zoo, park's indie right? by the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i was like uh, i'm not gonna take that away from y'all at all but um you know what it's for me i will and like a uh, double fine they're considered indie but like psychonauts 2 for me is a triple a game it's sold at a triple a price and uh, you know outside mm-hmm. of game pass um yep. so it, that's such a hard one to define i think it's whatever it's it's a spiritual thing <laughs> for no, some I, people. And I, honestly yeah. i could not agree more with you i could not agree more with you it's a feeling you get i would say more than anything uh the and i just wanted because i i have trouble nailing it down too i mean i play tons and tons of games um but sometimes like i i look at a game and a, like one of the bigger factors for me that i look at and it is the or not it's just an indicator is the how many steam reviews does it have like if it has like less than four digits of a of steam reviewers people who have bought and reviewed the game that's like a good tell like okay so this isn't widely shared known whatever that kind of stuff that it's it's and i i don't look at the like positive or negatives i just look at the number itself the number so that's like yeah it's it's that's a a decent indicator of like do they have someone who is pushing this are they self-publishing they are and you know most uh platforms are nice enough to put the uh developer and publisher on their page so if you see the name in both both sections then you're like okay so we know that they're publishing themselves and we see the number so they haven't been they haven't got a lot of hype yet or they can't afford to advertise as much as other people uh for one reason or the other like it and it's like you and you look at the game you're like okay all those things combined like they definitely affect what i would what i would consider indie or independent even if and that's the thing like if it's a two-person team but they have like you know 10 million dollars between them like they're just rich people who wanted to make a game and they self-publish and or they do whatever that's still independent right but does it feel independent mm, yeah. not as much as other ones you know because they have money yeah yeah <laughs> money is a factor too <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i don't think just because you have a great idea that sold really well that someone's willing to invest in and believe in you that that should be penalized i don't know right that, that that then strips you of the rights to call yourself something that started with indie roots um yep. but i don't know like i i'm not gonna take away that label from whoever wants to call themselves that um but but there was well, a, there was a good point made in your chat jp that that indie is a marketing term now yeah well i, th- I think also when it comes to indie uh people attach a monetary value to that immediately like I would agree. A lot of people uh, in almost a derogatory way will say like, oh, that's indie. Like, oh, that doesn't have any funding or, oh, that doesn't have any money behind it. Uh, And I think in a lot of ways, like music has uh, initially changed the idea of what indie is to me. Like if you're indie rock, that's a style of music. It has nothing to do with how much money is behind that or if you're Mm self-published or anything. It's just a style of music. I was thinking that too. And so now indie games are a style of game. It means nothing. I was, more to I was thinking that. that too. When yeah. when you started to touch on the the feeling that you get from a game, I I started to to correlate directly to musical genres and stuff, and I I immediately thought of indie music, you know, indie rock, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, it's it's more of a of a vibe that you get that you know your triple A's typically stick to X Y Z formula, and and indies feel more open. They kind of they don't fall, necessarily follow those rules, or they take them and they turn them on their ear. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, like EA's publish indie yeah. games with Unravel, mm-hmm. right? Like the, they yeah. they have an entire <laughs> most like giant publishers have like an indie branch, an indie arm of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because it's EA publishing that game, you can't say that like, oh, Unravel's not an indie game. It's like, no, it's 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 evocative of an indie game. Right? Like, yeah. you know, play the game. Yeah. You're going to think it's indie. You put that on a packed show floor and you hide EA from it. It's like, oh, yeah, it's an indie game. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's so it, it's a it's it's interesting to see how that's changed over. Uh, but Claire, I cut you off. What were you going to say? No, no, I was gonna say, my chat still doesn't let me live this one down. One of the first indie games that I streamed was Child of Light. And I didn't mm. look too closely into it. I love Child of Light. And it feels mm. authentically indie, right? And it is indie. It's made by, I can't remember where it is. But I was like looking it up on Steam. Like, I'm playing uh, today. I'm playing Child of Light. Published by the indie team. Ubisoft. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, crap. Right. <laughs> I've never what? heard of them. I, I, yeah. I think they'll do well. I don't yeah, you got to drop that name though. That I don't understand. What does that even mean? <laughs> I think it's Latin for lots of um, lots of pixels or something. <laughs> lots, lots of. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it was. Ubisoft always has this like habit of putting the same kind of uh, fractals in their games. Like almost mm. all their games have some kind of fractal pattern. Yeah. So you could be playing one and not know it's it's Ubisoft, and then there's a fractal, and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh yeah no i just saw like child of light it does i mean it it looks and feels indie i would say and but it's it's developed by ubisoft montreal and published by ubisoft you know like like what? yeah uh, yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but i don't actually like i didn't know i saw i don't know for sure is it made by like a small subset of of the big group the bigger group at, at ubisoft is it someone that they just bought you know like in mid process of developing the game i really like have no idea and if they call themselves indie i'll i believe you yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah i i think a, i think a, it would it anything that anything like that that picks up steam just ends up getting uh being you know abused for marketing like in the term indie and stuff like that and uh i was thinking like what would i say like low budget like now people would People would co-opt that stuff because, you know, if it was, it's a, yeah, sure, it was made on a, a low budget, but it was published by Squaresoft, you know? So, like, it's going to get out there. So it's got some money behind it now, but when it was, you know, developed, it didn't and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's just, you just got to go on, we could go on your start gut. Calling them, <laughs> we could start calling them organic free-range games, maybe. <laughs> Cage-free games. Yeah. Oh, my God, Yes. <laughs> gluten-free games gluten-free non-gmo yep. free range video game local Ubisoft. local is a big word local uh, local yeah. i think that's a really key one like the organically grown that is actually i think that's quite accurate because nothing else is it's, touching it you're not getting the i'm gonna do that now yeah. it's definitely evocative of the same free. feeling uh, at least yeah. for me i, I don't i can't uh, branding yeah share for you guys but it's definitely evocative of the same like you know the ethos around what an indie is it's like oh yeah that's a mm-hmm. cage-free game right like <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a cage-free game no it's that's perfect i i agree i agree 
Yeah, uh, because the table. even Let's use that term. yeah yeah even though yeah <laughs> even great. though Still from it, it definitely means something some marketing person definitely saw that and was like indie call it indie you know and and so yeah yeah same same vibe and dev to table that is so good dev good. to table is yeah. really good yeah, yeah that was uh johnny t80 in the screen. chat yep good job uh <laughs> Trash talk, actually. I think <laughs> said it first. But anyway, oh, it doesn't okay. matter. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. We don't care about Chad. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's let's get this, let's get to some of the games we've been playing. Triple A of you, jeez, unbelievable. I know. <laughs> Influencer, um, <laughs> would you? I would like to influence you to leave. Uh, would you? Either of you like to go first on the games you've been playing? Um. Because I, I could go Clara. I could I could go first if you want or go ahead. No, and go she volunteered for it you. First. Did yeah. you do that? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I I just need a minute to just kind of go somebody else go. Oh good. Hey, hey we can start yeah. with the with the biggest okay, game yeah. that that's come out uh recently, yesterday. We can talk about it uh, inscription. Have you played it? Jade? I did. Yes, I played it yes? yesterday. Okay. okay. So we're all familiar with that. JP, you didn't pick it up, did you? I didn't think. No, but I'm familiar with the game. Okay, okay, okay. So let's talk inscription yeah, no, for, I've got a, for a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's Now, remember, it's going to be a little bit difficult to talk about this without spoiling it, and we really prefer not to spoil anything in the game. You, you might mention... So we got to talk uh, in fucking generalized terms and shit. So. Yeah, you might mention the, uh, the creator's other work, uh, which I think could also uh, explain yeah. what this game is without spoiling this game. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, so Inscription is a new game by uh, D. Mullins Games, or Daniel Mullins Games. D. Mullins Games is, is what he is on Twitter. <clears throat> but uh, he was the the main person responsible for the game uh, Pony Island and The Hex, if you guys have ever played either of those. Um, and they are wonderful, uh, surprising, uh, I think, I hate meta. I don't know if that's a, too much of a catch-all now. But it's it's you know, it breaks the the pattern of what you where you think like a normal game like the game you're playing would go, and then it takes a sharp left turn and it changes into something completely else. And sometimes it incorporates like in, in Pony Island and in in uh, uh, the Hex. Sometimes it incorporates you, the person that's playing the game, uh, by by addressing you kind of directly um, mm -hmm. and saying like. Uh, you know, it, making you a part of the plot, how it unfolds, and, th and that kind of thing. So, uh, I actually recently I played the hex uh, in preparation for inscription coming out, and it was it was just like I thought, like or not. See this thing, I was unsurprisingly surprised. I was ready for, ready to be surprised. I guess is the is the way I would put it, and I was, and it was, and it was a a great experience. Um. And Inscription has been, like, I'm not finished with it, uh, but Inscription has been pretty good about that so far. There's, uh, I'm, I was prepared for surprises, and there were a few surprises in there already that I've, that I've gotten to. Um, it, <clears throat> maybe to start with the, the premise of the game. Um, the premise of the game, it is a, uh, on the surface, it's a deck-building uh, progressive card game, roguelike card game. Right, so there's, uh, as you go through, 
by the way, I will not compare it to any other card game as we go. It's Clara. Just so to ease your mind. <laughs> I will not mention <laughs> any other video game that has deck building or cards in it. That was part of the contract for her being on the show. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> Unlike some indie devs, Ezekiel III is not cage free. <laughs> I'm watching him like a hawk. No. Yes. I am. I am joyfully caged. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a deck building roguelite, um, and you start in a uh, a very small like what looks like a cabin, and you're in this cabin, and you are seated across from like as you can see in this, uh, you're seated across a table from just glowing eyes in the dark. That sometimes when he's talking to you, they go. They do that little like hypnotist glasses thing, um, but you can get up and look around the room, and there is stuff in the room that is puzzling. That is like you're sure. Like I know I I was like I'm sure I got to do something with this later. I'm sure this you know this there's there's stuff to figure out uh, outside of the actual card game itself. Um, but the card game itself is actually pretty goddamn fun. Um, it's not like uh. Like, it, it has some depth to it, which I wasn't sure if it was going to. Uh, but it definitely, it's definitely pretty well thought out. It it plays a little bit like, um, never mind. I'm not going to say, never mind. Say <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Almost broke my promise. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. But yeah, you're just, you're seated across and you get, uh, uh, you get cards and, and the, uh, how you play cards is you have to spend a blood cost and the blood cost is, is gained by sacrificing other creatures. So if you want to play like uh, a wolf cub or you want to play, uh, I don't know, an ocelot. I don't know if there's one in there, but a stoat. Uh, you have to, or a stoat, you have to sacrifice. Like they give you squirrel cards to start with as your, as your opening sacrifice, sacrificial beast. So you play the squirrel, you sacrifice the squirrel, and then you get one blood to spend on playing uh, other beasts that you want. Um, and the reason uh, it, you can play the squirrels, but they have uh, no attack. They have zero on their attack stat. So uh, the best they can do is either be blood cost or blockers, I guess, for the other people's creatures. Um, they can be enhanced later, but that's all sorts of deck building stuff down the road. Um, the basic gist is play a squirrel, sack a squirrel, sacrifice a squirrel, play another thing. And then you can take those things that you played, sacrifice them as well, and uh, bring out bigger things and so on and so forth. Um, there's some good strategy to it, and I really enjoyed it. But the main draw of this game is the atmosphere. Um, is the, 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 the eerie, creepy feeling you get. The feeling that, like, it, I mean, it's not even a feeling that someone's watching you. Someone is watching you. You see him all the time. You don't know who it yeah. is, though. I, I um, kept saying that it felt like I was kidnapped by like Dwight Schrute and all he wanted to do is just play a video <laughs> game with like a card game with me. I'd play that game. I, like, yeah, and, and it, like every yeah. time you're winning, he's like, wait a minute, and he changes the <laughs> rules or something. So I summon a bear, which bear is the best. Yeah, bear. exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the best bear. Um, I, I've seen a lot because I've since it launched yesterday, I've, I've watched like a bajillion streams on it. And one of the common things I see is like a really, really lonely DM who just needs a friend. Yeah, exactly. Um, that yeah, was, it was just a dungeon master who wants a friend. I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, to to what Zeke, that was a that was a great summary. Um, I think what also helps is, well, gives some people some context on the gameplay itself. Is it used to be called Sacrifices Must Be Made? That was the original name of the game on itch when it was a much smaller title and it's been upgraded since to to this iteration called inscription and the name is very important you'll figure it out when you're you're playing the game um and everything about the game really beyond the the general description of the gameplay is basically a spoiler so hopefully anyone who's played the game who's in chat isn't tell talking about anything about the game because we um it just it's not like contractually have to do anything but it's just you know courtesy of to to other players who haven't played the game yet um and if you want to taste and if you're not fully sure what i'm talking about then like zeke said his previous game is pony island and the hex that if you've played those games that will give you a very clear idea little tidbit though um that i don't think anyone knows i was looking at the key art like the psd file and i saw the name of the the layer group um for the title was called alt title and which was inscription and i was like <laughs> So I unhid another layer group called Title, and it said Death Card Cabin. So that was like a name that was in consideration. Apparently, I, I messaged Daniel right. I was like Death Card Cabin. Uh, <laughs> like we considered it. I considered it. <laughs> it's got a ring to it, like Death Card Cabin. <laughs> but you do you. I mean, like this is part of the mechanics. Is like um, death cards are involved. <laughs> I don't want to say yeah. any more than that. <laughs> there is a demo so, uh, on Steam. Yes, uh, that's very important to mention that if you want to uh, check out the game before you buy it, there's I always love when I love that it's becoming a trend. More of it, more and more Again. that people yeah. are putting out demos, uh, uh, like a la the old, uh, you know, you get Game Informer and be like, "Oh shit, demo disc, four games it's, on there." Yeah, that it reminds in. me of the shareware days uh, mm. of the '90s. So I welcome it. You know? yeah. yeah, we're trying to do more and more of that because it is very consumer forward. I think of of try before you buy, mm -hmm. um, and and I like the whole. I mean, obviously, it gets a little hard when you're trying to avoid spoilers, and it is more work to create like you know demo builds that are like truncated that end elegantly, and they don't all end, end elegantly, which is I think still a good thing to put out there because try before you buy is just very valuable for right. Pandemic has like tightened everyone's wallet, so. I'm very much about like supporting consumer in that way, but too, I, I also want to like Zeke, I super appreciate that you're, you're trying so hard not to say it's like this other card game, like that other card game, but like yeah. for me, and I, I obviously rant about this a lot on Twitter, but like, I don't actually, uh, for, it's a personal thing. Um, as long as you're not being reductive about a game by saying, Oh, it's just a Slay the Spire clone, or it's just another Stardew Valley wannabe or whatever, yeah. then like, I understand that to convey concepts quickly to your audience, because I'm sure, you know, as a streamer, you get asked constantly, hey, what's this <clears> game about? Hey, what's this game about? Is it any good? Like, you're going to get sick of like going through the carefully meticulous like description, the, the marketing. It's a card-based odyssey with some spooky aspects and escape room, like me, blah, blah, blah. That's, that just gets old, right? So, I get when people have to say things like it's got kind of like the aesthetic of this and yeah, it's, it's all context, combined with right? like that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're providing context and then like, but not reducing the game to just another clone, then honestly, like I totally get that. It's, it's when people are like, they come in chat, like, so is this, is this Slay the Spire? I'm like, what? <laughs> Slay the Spire didn't invent <laughs> card games. 
They didn't invent the rectangle. <laughs> they didn't yeah. invent shuffling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. So I is really this Trump it. and Rough the very first card game on record in history in 1699? <laughs> this was the first Fall Guys uh, beta. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, I had a lot of so, people uh, asking about Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh, NTG. Uh, well, I, I got to say, like, uh, the card layout of the creatures and stuff is is, sim- is similar to Magic with power and toughness, um, mm-hmm. attack and, and, and HP being those, those similarities. And it was hard, it was difficult for me to get out of the mode of, um, and this isn't really spoiling anything, it's just game mechanics. Uh, it's when you... Uh, attack with something that's the only person that's doing that's the only thing that's doing damage is the attacker um unless they have some sort of buff if it's just a straight like creature attacking another creature with no like buff or or ability or whatever the attacker does the damage the defender does not do any damage to the attacker and that took me for fucking ever to get through my goddamn head because i'm like oh i attacked that guy my guy's dead it's just fucking it's done like oh i attacked that guy like he has you know poison touch or whatever the hell it's like oh he's gonna hit me and i'm gonna die like get that i had to get that out of my head it was it's not magic it's attackers do damage defenders take mm-hmm. damage and that's how it is it's a very sub dumb kind of <laughs> and that silence yeah. is my cue to move on yeah. all right uh... <laughs> i i i really i really enjoyed it i i played pony island years ago i haven't played the hex yet but i loved pony island so when i saw that this was from the same guy i was I was on board because I knew it was going to be my style of weird. And it definitely was, even though I wasn't expecting the, the, I just thought it was going to be a card game. I didn't, once I started to roam around the cabin, that's when I was like, all right, this is even better than I thought because, you know, yeah, it, it just, it had a depth that I, uh, I wasn't expecting for some reason and I should have, but I was pleasantly surprised by it. Without going into any any sort of details at all, mm-hmm. uh, have you gotten to the end of the card game yet? No, very close, okay. very close. Okay, I'm just wondering if you had beaten the final co- encounter of the no, card no. game. Okay, <laughs> good. I need, I need to. No, I was I was the trying to do it yesterday. Flies at midnight. The <laughs> tablecloth is green. <laughs> I slid I just I above the tablecloth, and then I ran out of time last night. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Let me ask uh, you this Yeah, no, that's, that's basically where I left off. Yeah, go ahead, JB. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of people right now are obviously Halloween's on the brain. Spooky games are on the brain. Is this like a scary game? Would you guys classify this as a scary game, or is it just like a uh, thematic game, not necessarily scary? Thematic. It's not scary. To me, I mean, it's got some parts that um, kind of you could file under grotesque for sure, but I okay. don't think it's scary. It's it's, it's got yes. an atmosphere. It's horror-themed and it's atmospheric. Yeah. yeah. So it, you're not going to, like Richard Hammer was like, I'm a wuss. Am I going to be scared? You're not going to be scared. It's fine. <laughs> so it's at the at the heart of things, it's a card game. It is turn-based. Um, so nothing's going to, you know, grab you and drag you around. You have to, like, escape and do some stealth missions or, or things like that. Um, but, yeah, so it's it's safe but also rated R probably. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's it's surprising but not, not jump scary at all. 
Yeah. Yes, it's creepy. I saw one scene, <laughs> and I know it's spoilery, so I'm not going to say it exactly, but there was a person standing at a door uh, abruptly, and you were just kind of like, oh, okay, that, that thing's there. <laughs> <Time saturation. laughs> yeah, it's kind so. of how a lot of things in the game go. Like, like if it was going to be scary, it's less scary and more like, oh, that's suddenly a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, so... Inscription. Uh, we do a, do a little wrap up on inscription. If you want to get it, oh, is it on? Is it on just on PC or is it on the? It's console on PC. So PC, uh, Steam, Humble, GOG. I think are the three okay. storefronts. Um, okay. But I mean, like I, I, every time uh, a game comes out, mostly just for PC or something, they're like, "Hey, so when are you going to bring it out to console?" Answer for any indie game is always like, "We'll buy the game, tell all your friends to buy it, and we'll we'll find out because <laughs> it costs money." to port games to platforms. Things gotta be reprogrammed. Things gotta be localized to different languages. It's gotta like remapped, re-everythinged. And then sometimes the the platformers demand a little bit more. Like, well, what's special about our edition? Things like that. So money talks. If you ever want a game to be on your platform of choice, you gotta, it just has to sell. That's, that's okay. really the core of things. <laughs> So no, that, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's definitely like a, a, a like kind of a catch twenty two. It's like you want it on your on your favorite console so you can play it the the way you want to play it. Well, you gotta you gotta buy it over here first, though. Like it's like shit. So I gotta buy a game if I want it on my Switch. I gotta buy it on I gotta buy it on PC. <sighs> I mean, it's obviously not the way it is. Ideally, it is simultaneously launched on like multiple platforms. For me, sure. like if it's if it's on Switch, it, to Switch and PC, that's like the golden combo. If you have to go minimal, because Switch is like such a great platform for it. If you can somehow score a deal with Xbox and get it on Game Pass, pff, amazing. Uh, I will always support people doing like exclusive deals. I don't care. These are like small teams where vast majority of them don't even break even because Steam is where indies go to die um if you don't have like a publisher with marketing like the games come hundreds of them come out like every couple of weeks um and they some of them are great they just go completely unnoticed so i will never fault an indie for getting some money and getting some assurance that they can eat after they launch a game the vast majority of them don't even break even they've spent four years of their lives just like please someone like my game <laughs> yeah yeah Man, and I know I've been on the other end of that, like streaming a streaming a game that I had never heard of or whatever, and someone had suggested it to me, and I uh, I, I throw it up, played it on on Indie Sunday, and one of the devs come in and they are just fucking ecstatic. They're just like over me, like, oh my god, thank you for playing the game. I put so much work into this, and you're like, I know it's okay. Okay, I got you. We got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've experienced that too. I've experienced that from like a like a side where I'm like like really ecstatic about the game, and then I've experienced it from the side where I did not like the game at all, yeah. and the dev is in there, and I'm just like, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, good work. You did it. You know, <laughs> you did it. You did yeah, that thing, yeah. Participation that hard. achievement. Yeah. 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 Without naming any names, uh, I, I harsh to friendship. Like someone I knew was like, "Hey, this game," and I went, "Oh, let me play that game." I played that game on stream, and I went, 
I do not like your game. <laughs> and it's like our friendship <laughs> suffered pretty good because yeah. <laughs> because of that. Like, no, 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 your game isn't bad. It's just not for me. Like, nah. trying to like fucking back as best possibly, I can. Yeah. 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 It works. I'm not gonna lie, like dude. the past few games that I've played on stream, because and I, I hate this because I now only stream very little. So like my stream time is precious to me. And I try to do enough research without spoiling myself on anything. And when I hit a bad game, I'm like, uh, you know, like it really gets to me because I'm, like, I'm not gonna stream again for another week. Um, and I hit like a string of good looking games that were not great. And I always feel bad when they like retweet me and stuff like that, but like I can't in good conscience, then that's what I say all the time. Like, I can't good conscience recommend this game, especially not at that price, because it is, like, basic bitch first game, sort of, you know? Like, it looks great. And I think, it, like, five mm -hmm. years ago, I might not have said the same thing. But now... That's the business, so, right? Like, this it, is how Like, it is. the bar is higher for yeah. like for the same price i could get this game instead right and that's what i would recommend instead um and and a lot of them look good because there are a lot of great artists who great do great pixel art low poly art whatever right they can make a mm -hmm. game look and sound really fantastic but a lot of people don't know that those are usually separate people from the game designers and then when it comes to the game design it is like super basic and they think there are writers a lot of indie devs think they're writers and it is a completely different skill set if you're going to do a narrative game and you are not a writer you need to put that to someone else who can do the writing because it completely ruins the game for me and a lot of people just like takes you right out of it it's like hiring a voice actor who is absolutely terrible like you wasted your money, you've made it worse. <laughs> you've actually ruined your yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be better with just words on a screen, and that's yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's just like I said. That's the industry. Like I did a sponsored stream for a game. Uh, you know, the first four or five hours enjoyed the sponsored stream. A week later, I'm on the show saying how I fucking hate it. Right? Like that's just it's it's what happens. Um, yeah. And as far as yeah. I know. Most of the time, the the companies that I have done that with are fine with that, right? Like they understand that that's the business. Not everyone's gonna like every game. Um, yeah. Now the individual developers probably would tell me to go fuck off, and that's totally fine as well, right? <laughs> like yeah. you spend you spend your life working on something. Someone says it's not great. You're allowed to have an emotional response to that, right? <laughs> that's yeah. totally normal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, the publishers and whatnot, I don't think they really take offense to that type of stuff. No. And like for you as a creator, like your publishers and brands and deals will come and go, but your viewers are your viewers. If you alienate totally. your audience, that's everything. You're you're done for a while. Mm. <laughs> and I, I I do the same thing with me as like an influencer uh, person. Is if I do a sponsor deal and they play the game and they didn't like it, like I'm not gonna force them to say nothing but positive things about it at all. Like always mm -hmm. be honest. That's my that's my deal about it. And at the end of the day my brands and companies and clients will come and go but my relationships with you folks are that's that's it you're my bread and butter so right. if i jeopardize yeah. that that's that's the end of that that's right yeah. that's actually a really really good thing like a good point to make uh that I, I i i did a stupid long thread about it just a couple days ago and i i that was a i missed that point like you guys it, it benefits me more to be honest with you than it would ever benefit me to be honest or to be you know, like a shill, because yeah. you guys are my like base. You're you're my you're my bottom bitches. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't think of another <laughs> word. Like my my chat, my viewers, my community. They're like the base I build. You know, my house on, and yeah. uh, like 
sponsorship deals are just like the window dressing. Like it makes me, you know, I get some storm, new storm drains or whatever the fuck because of that. Right. But the roof, the four walls and the roof are you guys. So like it wouldn't benefit me to lie to you. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I've always been pretty, pretty transparent about that. And the chat can tell when, uh, when I'm not enjoying something cause I'm not a very good liar. So, uh, that, that, that usually speaks to that. Um, and that's also kind of why um, I do this segment usually on most Tuesdays that I call Try It Tuesday, where I put a lot of indie games. And I just, uh, one feature of it is that the chat will just vote on the game so that it's not just me. Like, I, I just kind of let this, the game speak for itself, just naked. So I, I just play it. And then I, I'm just like, all right, chat, what do you think? And I, I let them rate it on a scale of one to five. And I kind of, I'll tell them what I felt about it. You know, I'm just like, eh, it's not really for me or whatever. But um, I feel like that that method works pretty well because then I get you know we get some discourse going about what worked and what didn't work for a game and you know a lot of the times they're just pretty but there's nothing there or something or you know that um, that okay. seems to work well for me. <laughs> this actually is is something that I think is important to uh, to, to discuss or whatever. Uh, how do you guys find the indie games that like you've never heard of? Like, how do you end up on, like, these games? Do you, do you go by word of mouth? Like, I, I've, I go by word of mouth, like, almost 100% from, uh, of, like, my Discord channel that, where they suggest all the indie games and stuff like that. And I, I go through those and, and look at each one of them and, you know, pick out the, the seven best that I, that I like that caught my eye or whatever. But, like, what do you guys do? You guys do similar or whatever? Um, yeah, I like people will recommend stuff to me. Uh, I spend a lot of time just kind of researching on my own, whether it's Twitter or like a, like a service for influencers to use to to get keys. You know, I I spend a lot of time kind of looking through there and then seeing the kinds of games that I might like, or if it's a specific genre that I, that I enjoy like horror, or I'm really into those retro FPS shooters. Um, I'll follow publications that might, you know, focus on that niche and learn more about it but a lot of it is word of mouth usually yeah um for me i think i'm on like crap ton of lists because i what i did with when packs was still a thing um is every packs i would spend at least one day dedicate one day to going to every single indie game booth like the entire day and talking to devs uh, putting my True, name I'm down on a lot list. of lists too yeah exactly so i mean like I, i'm a small streamer and i get 40 emails a day minimum from random indie devs giving me keys and stuff um so it's that's primarily um how i guess i discover them they just kind of sort of come to me and then secondarily yeah. other influencers honestly like I'll, I'll go to youtube and i'll go to splattercat gaming or Warnerbots or rhapsody or northern lion or whatever and and fo- what are what are they playing? The ones that actually explore outside of like the the triple I's, <laughs> the double A games, and and see what they're doing. And then from there, just sort of like algorithms kind of run my life at that point. Um, and then like Jade, I have certain ones that I'm certain genres I'm more attracted to. I love Metroidvanias. I love roguelikes. I love this and that and sim games. Um, so that's that's pretty much it. And I mean, I'm just constantly playing them. I also play a lot of like pitched games, like pre announcement pre-release because that's just the nature of my job um mm-hmm. and and so that's that's also that helps to inform me as well because their decks usually come with like inspired by all these other things uh yeah right 
you guys use the uh the 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 tags in like steam or epic or whatever and like click on the tag for like filter like i use them sometimes like i use like surreal like i love surreal like abstract or whatever like any of any of those kind of tags i use you guys you guys use those i do especially when i'm looking for horror because i'll play a lot of like really uh well, they're horror games. I, you know, I'll play a lot of questionable <laughs> ones, but it's so easy to just click on that tag and just, just, there's just a list of stuff. And I'm like, well, what does this look like? And I'll just kind of go through that, spend a couple of hours. Yeah. I, I let the, I think if I, if I had more time, I would. I don't have very much time. I usually decide when I'm playing like 10 minutes before I start my stream. Um, and then every other moment, it's just algorithms. I just happen to see something like, oh, that's on sale. Bye. Yeah. Like, like Lord just said, you know? I use, I use the tag, what will make my weird chat react to this? That's the, that's the criteria for me. What, yeah. I do that too. Like, honestly, if, if this is, I mean, it's, it's, because I'm a streamer, normally, I mean, if it was just me, I wouldn't bother. But if I see if I see certain things, like, is it anime? Okay, it gets a point for me, anime, because of my chat. I wouldn't personally look at it, like, give it a right. second look. But, you know, it's fun with chat. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, does, it, does it have um, um, anthropomorphic, like, animals? Like, is it, like, I, I hesitate to say furry, but you know what I mean. Like, animals that look and behave as humans, right? Can we not say furry does it have anymore? That? What's, is that banned? No, I just thought, like, furry is a t- totally different thing. It's just, oh, like, okay. it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, there's a term for it. I was it. just I can't checking, like, if the, the actual if the PC term. police have gotten rid of furry or, like, where we were. No, 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 no. furry is totally fine, but so. it's, okay, it's a different, yeah. like, world. Yeah. Um, Great. It's, yeah. I'll go um, get my fursuit and, yeah, we'll be good. But, yeah. <laughs> can't oh, wait to see what your fursona is. Yeah, what's yeah. your fursona about? I don't know what my fursona would be. I would probably go with, yeah. like, uh. You know, uh, when I was a kid, I did perform uh, Hakuna Matata as Pumbaa, so I guess I would be a warthog. Yes, I see it. I see it. I don't, need, so I don't know if I've ever that. seen one. A warthog? Yeah. Oh, you mean like No, a I've person? never seen a, a warthog furry. No, I've never seen one. Oh, oh, a warthog <laughs> furry. Yeah. Like, not even in person, not in, not in pictures, not nothing. Like, Well, it's kind of weird because, like, me. you know, if you, warthogs don't stand upright, right? They're kind of always on, they're kind of like a well, I don't know what that you'd type have, of not. They're not. Yeah, bipedal, you'd have to have. I'd you'd have, have to have, to have, have back, those right. Yeah, you'd have to have a back or like the legs, like uh, yeah. what do they call them? The not just the hooves, but the ones that kind of go backwards, like a like some kind of demon. Well, I mean, almost, to be funny, yeah. you know, furries are of animals that are t- like on all fours normally, anyway. So I don't think you'd be out of sorts. Yeah. It oh, be, it so would, if I just had like yeah. the headpiece, we'd be good to go. Like that, no, yeah, you okay. gotta be furry, man. You gotta be. Furry. No, I mean, I think it's it's <laughs> one of those things. Like, if you call yourself, well, no, a thing, I'm saying like a full suit, but I'm saying as long as the <laughs> head's there, and then it had like a little tail with, you know, for swatting. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> for swatting, for, for those, you know, while you thought this through. Like, well, look, I mean, that's what happens in the Lion King. They swat a bunch of flies with their tails. Very true. Yeah. yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, I, I was know. talking about tags. I'm glad we went here. I'm doing what a guest like... does and just talk about random <laughs> shit. It's fun. That's right. <laughs> no, like what'll stop me and make me like maybe consider a game will give it give it points that I might look at it. That was one of them. Like uh, animals, like anthropomorphic animals, um, anime. Uh, if it has like if it has the tag of like excessive gore or something of that nature, like yep. I want I want gore like I want all that shit like I definitely look for the the extreme ends of tags um, 
for that kind of stuff. But we are goddamn. We just we just talk. We love talking, don't we? Um, Jade, are you ready to tell us what you've been playing? I think so. Uh, okay, good. Yeah. I, uh, I of course, went through Inscription as well. Um, I recently just started, well, I finished a couple of uh, horror games. One was called The Alien Cube. That was a single dev. Um, he also made a game called The Land of Pain. I've been, I've been dipping into the horror stuff specifically because October. Um, and then another one called Project Nightmares, which I think you played. According to my yes. Steam friends list that says Ezekiel has played this recently for 84 minutes. Uh, that is a really <laughs> yeah. small dev team as well. Um, and and we, we finished that one. That one was pretty good. Um, for what it was. Um, I'm trying to... I, I played some, some other one? ones. Project, oh, Project Nightmares. Oh, Project Nightmares. Right. It's got a really okay. long name. Case 36, Henrietta Kedward. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. So, what were your thoughts on this one? Uh, I because I played uh, what, yeah, like an hour and a half on it, and I have thoughts. I wanted to hear yours. It so yeah, it, I played this like a demo for it a few years ago, and it was your standard kind of walking simulator, and I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I loaded it back up, and I felt the same way. And the further along I got into it, there was a game I played a couple of years ago called the dark occult and it had to change its name because it was called like the conjuring house and there was some legal thing but that game Mm. was like 36 hours long and it was about 30 hours way too long so uh i I loved on the clip you you literally do like pocket salt yeah what Uh, can we talk like sorry (laughs) i started laughing because you were talking i I got distracted because you're it slowed down and then you yeah. boom Howard her and just threw salt and yeah. like started by. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, there's this whole mechanic where like if you pick up this salt and then she yeah, she runs at you and then you're just like, whoo, pocket sand, you know, and then yeah. you just run off in this other direction. And that was hilarious. Like there there's a lot of funny mechanics in this that made it like a delight to stream because of how like like I'd be walking down a hallway like this and then out of nowhere something would go from left to right and just it it make this ah! noise and it made no sense for it to happen but chat reacted to it very strongly as did I um same with the pocket salt but it felt like that conjuring house game but an appropriate length so it was maybe more around 10 to 12 I think it took me about two streams to finish it um oh you you went uh, all the way through it I actually finished it. Yes. yes. Oh wow! And the devs, I couldn't do one it. One of the devs came. One of the devs came in and sat down. And well, we hit a point like early on. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to finish this. And then we hit this mm-hmm. like midpoint to where I was like, I have to know what's happening. This is okay. ridiculous, you know. <laughs> so um, that just you know, it it was all right for 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 what it was. I I I had a good time. I think Chad had a decent time with it. For like, it just it got so tedious for me. Like. It's the whole the setup, too. the beginning setup, as you can see here, that there's that little like wall she can't get through or whatever. She's miming, you know, she's like got her mime classes yeah. hitting that yeah. wall. But it's like it's like a, a salt ring around the inside of a mansion, and you, uh, she is trapped in there. She cannot leave, but you have to go through there to complete shit. So it's like that is the center mm-hmm. thing, and you have to go through it to get something, and then you go through it again to get some another opening and another thing and from another thing. And it just, it got so tedious to, like, have to, like, because you move. There's no sprint. You, you move, move really, really slowly. slowly. Yeah. 
and uh, that I will so, not abide. Like that fucking sucks, especially in a walking yeah, simulator. Early on with a game like this, I'll kind of make a mental note uh, as to whether or not I want chat to just fully backseat because even if they're backseating, and a lot of the time I've loosened up on this. Uh, it, like back in the day, it was, backseating was a big no-no, and now it's like. Well, I don't want to walk around for three hours and accomplish nothing and get annoyed at this game. Uh, and also, because <laughs> there's enough of a delay, I might miss something, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, so I let bet chat kind of backseat, and that alleviated a probably five to six hours of needless wandering around and frustration for this Maybe game. that's what I should have so, done. God damn it. Yeah. So, I mean, it looked good. It was creepy. Ones. The atmosphere was fine. Like, the lighting was yeah. cool. It's just... It just like I, it, I think the worst sin a game can commit is is it gets boring. Yeah, like, the, that's like the, 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 there's some stuff in it that that's really funny and it's worth like a second chance. But I would let your chat help you if they know because okay, yeah, I'm the same way. I just had this conversation with William yesterday or day or a couple of days ago where I used to be like, "Don't tell me I want to do it myself." You know, I got the, the gamer pride, right? But yeah. then now that I, especially because I stream so much less, I'm like. No one wants to see me work at this puzzle for two hours straight oh, and hit my head on the wall. God. And I'm and like, I, and I don't want to do that. So, and I, <laughs> I let the back to every more of the game. I don't know if you guys experience this, like when you allow backseating and then nobody helps or they yes! just yeah. help in the worst way. So yeah, this. so I was like, backseat me fully. And everybody was saying, it was like they were speaking in code and I was actually getting mad because at one point somebody was just like, the, key, the keyboard is smash or something like that. And I was like, what is that? What are you well, saying to me? And then, yeah, yeah. There, there's an <laughs> interesting else's... thing like, uh, it's it's easy to be a bad backseater if that makes sense yeah it's yeah, hard yeah. to be a good backseater right because yeah. like I, I think in a lot of ways what you were just getting ready to describe is as a streamer you want the exact motions that you need to go through to get to the end a yeah, chatter is yeah. just going to do exactly what you just said oh yeah go get the shirt and uh exit yeah. through level b <laughs> and you're like the fuck is I'm on, one there's point, levels like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah I kept, I kept having to run around and and juke this character that chases you and somebody goes you keep going left to right and i was like what does that mean i'm in a hallway i have no idea what you're saying to me right now yeah. <laughs> yeah. speaking a language i understand this <laughs> little ptsd just yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm there with right. you on it. I'm on. I'm yeah. on this ride with you. <laughs> She's like, it was. It was. Left, it was, it was like, fun though. Like down. I, I find that a funnier uh, interaction, interactive experience overall. Um, yeah. Especially because it's, it's almost like, yeah. I didn't it's mind like the mechanic of like having to change together. out, like, like, like uh, you had to change out candles and stuff. I didn't mind that mechanic. It was, but like having to stop and like slowly go. Yeah. Drip, drip, oh, drip. Oh, so that's not you automatic. Like, you no, no, it is automatic. You can't do anything while it's happening, though. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because I, I saw the animation a couple times. Yeah, no, I mean that's fine, but like, you have to, you have to Which, actually have to wait. You can't like, like open a door or anything like while you're, you know, dripping wax out or whatever. Is the reason for mm -hmm. doing that so the wax doesn't drip onto your hand? Is that is that the I, okay? I guess because I've I never guess, just had, I've never just held a candlestick or like a candle by itself, so I've never experienced this. <laughs> I have to ask. Me either. Coincidentally, yeah, like I, don't, I don't know. I get a candelabra. <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah, 
<laughs> anyway, yeah, no, th- this one was, it was fun if you give it a chance, but it's more of a play it with your chat versus, you know, don't try to, don't try to take it on yourself because you're going to get pissed and quit. <laughs> so Yeah, which is um, pretty much what I did. I was like, I'm bored. I'm done. Next game. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of next game, um, Clara, what are you, what are you been playing? What's the, what's the most recent uh, indie thing that you want to talk I'm about? I'm just going to start with my greatest shame right now. Cookie clicker. Um, <laughs> now cookie clicker indie. <laughs> I started it three weeks ago and I'm 450 achievements in and I can't stop. There's that I many achievements. Just, that's why I played it. Cause it says 532 achievements. I was like, game on. <laughs> A uh, are you an achievement hunter? Not really. Like I used to be uh, on Cookie Xbox Clicker turned ago, you into one, <laughs> and then they they canceled my account because they thought I was getting hacked. But it was just me on another like country in another country or something, and <laughs> uh, I lost all my achievements. I cried for a week, and oh no! Back. Um, so now I mean, like I'm a, like just casually, um, uh, whatever. I think I've got like almost six thousand achievements on Steam, which is not very much at all. But like, I mean, if you're gonna throw five hundred thirty-two achievements at me that I can get in not that much time, I'm gonna freaking do it. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> there's that. That's in the background. Um, I'm clicking on reindeer right now. I'm just kidding. I I closed it for this stream. That's how important the stream it was was to me. I closed Cookie Clicker. <laughs> Zeke, have you played oh, this game? Yeah. Do you know what this game's about? I've played a clicker game before, and I—I I, I mean, this is one of the OGs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and I played clicker. I got 100% in, in clicker heroes. So I was like, there are, is no uh, bottom to the depth of my shame. Um, so, anyways, I am currently playing. <laughs> I finished Toem, T-O-E-M, which is a fantastic little like Pokemon Snap sort of feel. Like again, see, like I, I'm trying not trying to be reductive about this, but I did just, play that one. That one's we good. only have. We only have so much time, right? So it's like mm-hmm. a Pokemon Snappy kind of game, but it's very compact, very cute, and um, made by a small little team. Love that game a lot, and I will speak to that. Uh, developed and published by Something We Made. Yeah, Something We Made. Um, and I did play 12 minutes. I have many thoughts on that, but none of mm. <laughs> It's hard to talk about that game. Yeah, it's, yeah, I, it's another one where I'm like, you know, I'm just going to avoid all spoilers. But um, it's... I have feelings about many aspects. Did you like game. it? <laughs> uh, I. I mean, you can say if you liked it or not, without spoiling. <sighs> I like some parts of it, and other parts I couldn't recommend. I don't. It's weird. It's one of those like you. games. Of, like, what are you into? Tell me what <clears throat> what games you're into, and I can probably I don't know. Yeah. But um, it, it was. I, I love Annapurna though. Just as a publisher, like I would marry them tomorrow. They do some um, cool shit for sure. <laughs> I played. I'm glad, I'll say this. I'm glad that game existed because we need more art house games that have budget that that people recognize and play and 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 just legitimizes that genre in general. Because like people, you see like art house games got so big on Twitch. A lot of people were playing it. I mean, if you you get like what's not? I almost said Steve Buscemi, not him. Willem, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Did Daisy Ridley. Yeah. That, yeah and you know what that's one of the, the things that i had was like i couldn't even tell it was them at all so i don't know why that was a thing I, but i guess i it could made sense dude uh, willem defoe fucking lives in my head rent rent free yeah. any day any goddamn day <laughs> someone will I'm say playing buddy, the house right like, now yeah I'll, I'll i'll call my dog buddy and i say it in willem defoe's voice and i'm like fucking stop 
Like, stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is there a specific Willem Dafoe that lives in your head? Like, is yeah. it Lighthouse yeah, Willem Dafoe? Or is it, you I know? think there's no, one for everybody. I think there for is one Lighthouse. for Lighthouse. Yeah. yeah. For me, yeah, it's, like it's from the show, or it's from 12 Minutes. It's when uh, he's talking to his daughter, and he goes, honey? Honey? What, honey? honey? And it, what, that, like, if I had to get into an accent of Willem Dafoe, it would be the word honey. That's my trigger word yeah. to enter into Willem Dafoe. I don't know why. Yeah, and Probably because I saw that like, scene like 7,000 times trying to get the loop set up or something like that. That's for I me think, is like, I think. The I think you're like, right. Because I just, I recently played this game called The Horror of Salazar House. And there was this part where this thing like clings on to you. And I it looked like Willem Dafoe to me. And so every time it, came, it clung on to me, I was like, oh, shit, Willem Dafoe is back. Ah, get him off of me. <laughs> I, I see Steve everywhere. everywhere. I see yeah. him in dog faces. Like I'm constantly seeing Steve Buscemi dogs. Oh, so that's, that's I kind of get it. <laughs> um, anyways, I was I I'm also making my way through Chicory, um, Garden Story, Dandy Ch Ace, which is what? like a huh? Oh, that one's slow good. down. Ch what the fuck is Chicory? Hold I've on, I'm stuck on the first one. Chicory is made by yeah, the same guy too. who made Wonder Song uh, here in Vancouver okay. with a bunch of, and it's like it's. What was really cute about it is when I streamed it, you can you can have like a Steam friend. So I just had a viewer oh, coloring for me while I was walking around. Yeah, just like color the screen for you. It's really cute. Great to play with your family, um, young kids. They can color for you. It's adorable. Um, very heartwarming little story so far. Um, garden story is a, is a little sim game <laughs> about a grape. You're a Concord grape. <laughs> Dandy Ace is like uh, it's it's a it's a it's a Hades like again not trying to be reductive but it's like that but it's got like its own flair it's a very flamboyant game and that's partially why I love it and one of the main reasons I love the game the gameplay is great it's stellar it's really fast it's like it's mm -hmm. got like cards you pick to like customize your build every time um, but the main villain's name is Lele and he traps you into this like universe uh, this roguelike universe that you're you're trying to escape out of but you're like this kind of suave guy and the reason he did that is because you're a uh, growing in fame from him in like the entertainment world or well like a goat uh, camera what's the name of this game something. sorry dandy ace um and then but in the game he's like doing voiceover while you're like he's taunting you but also while he's taunting you sometimes he like lets slip that he actually really admires you it's i think almost has a crush on you it's adorable he's like oh dandy ace why do you have to be so powerful and attractive i mean sucky and crappy or whatever it's, it's, so it's pretty good yeah i did yeah, this one for um, a try tuesday several months and it's ago it's also got really really robust twitch integration like really robust twitch integration uh so that was oh, fun shit. All right. I reopened yeah. speed <laughs> now you gotta add it to your list i might when, when it come out it's on game pass march Oh, the Game Pass yeah. now. Nice. Uh, that's what someone said now. in chat. Yeah. Okay. Most of the time, uh, when someone says I'll on Game Pass, I'm like, it probably is. I'm going to believe that person <laughs> randomly. Mm -hmm. This random person yeah. in chat. Yeah. Speaking of Hades, I'm back in Hades because I got 100% that game. I, I left it like pretty close a little while ago. Uh, it's just one of those where I can just like play it with my eyes shut now. <laughs> and it's it's just fun. Death's Door, I 100% it as well because that's I, another one from Man, that one's I 100% really yeah. both of those as well. Like, it's, it's such I 100% at Hades and I finally just recently, I gotta, I gotta say this out loud, I finally just recently did the 31, 31 Heat. I finally completed one run of 31 Heat. And nice. it's just like, that was the last thing I wanted to do and I'm like, now. I feel like I've played the 80s, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I have done it. 
Yes, um, exactly. A uh, nog. I don't know how it's pronounced. G N O G from. Um, it's. I think it's made by Co-op, but published by Double Fine. Adorable game. It's available on VR, which I really need. I want to try in VR, but it's like these little adorable set pieces. It's such an exuberantly happy game. Um, the colors are just so bright and and beautiful. Yes, that's the game right there. And and it's just these like little magical boxes where you figure out the puzzle. You can finish the whole thing in like. I can't tell what Zeke is doing, but I. <laughs> um, you oh, I was saying someone. I said thirty-one. I meant thirty-two. It's the last statue. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's uh yeah. You can finish this game probably like an hour or two. It's like just so beautiful and exuberant. I just replayed it for the achievements. Uh, and Double Fine, I finished Psychonauts two on Game Pass. It's one of my favorite games now of the year. Yeah. Um, Psychonauts one was one of my favorite 3D platformers. So this was like not only like a like just it's the perfect sequel to it i think and he took the narrative yeah. to such amazing places without spoiling anything i'm not gonna talk about who it's between but like there's a same-sex relationship in it that isn't about being same-sex which i like i was like crying because i'm like oh, they just yeah. exist it's just, it's just yeah. normal it's just like there mm -hmm. right like yeah i think we're getting to that to point in, in media where they can just exist without being like, oh, wait, 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 they're kissing. Look, yeah. Everyone look. look yeah. They're, they're making it's out. It's not about their pain, their struggle. It's, yeah. you know, it's they not political. Exist. And it's just there. Yeah. And that's just what life is, right? So I freaking love that. Um, uh, speaking I'm, of action roguelikes, hmm? you, you like it like those. Have you played, have you tried Dreamscaper yet? No, not yet. Oh, that I one's, re that one's on really good. It's, it's on uh, my list. I have so many of them on my list, though. Yeah. I played a little bit oh, of Dreamscaper. Um, my that's kind of soulsy. Is all about it. She loves it. Yeah. Um, it's a it, it's a it's a slower. I would say it's a slower paced. Like, uh, uh, I mean, it's built like an actual rogue. Like, and the one everyone knows is Hades. So, like, it's built like that. It's like room to room to room to room. You get power ups, beat bosses, come back. I watched a couple times of it. I'm like, oh god, yeah. do I have the time? <laughs> Yeah. I, I haven't also... Sorry, go ahead. played this one. I haven't played the full version of this one yet. I played like a like an early build of it a long time. I cover a lot of these on Try It Tuesday, but I, this one is mm -hmm. really good. Uh, sorry, just so freaking many. I I just started yeah. Super Auto Pets because I'm a moron. Someone I know has been playing the shit things. out of that. Oh, Northern, Northern Lion. Lion. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. Yes. And so she I fucking tweets about it. that nonstop. It's so I don't know why it's so addictive. Oh. I played it for like yeah. Somebody an in hour. chat. Super Auto Pets is so good. Yeah. <laughs> why is it so freaking good? It's free right now because it's in beta. Oh. Uh, so yeah, it's free. Um, I played the last campfire. That was beautiful. And Did because you... you know I work with some awesome coworkers, I'm like we're playing like some co-op games together. So we have like a Valheim server that I pop into every once in a while. Play Deep Rock Galactic with them. Um. And I mentioned it just now, but I'm gonna mention it again because one of my favorite like dating games is Speed Dating for Ghosts. I got back in there because I got some things to wrap up on it. It is so good. I have that it's... one and I haven't played it yet. You, if you have an hour, <laughs> just play through it. All right, I'll, honestly, I'll think about Speed it. Speed Dating for so Ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Speed I picked it up for Valentine's Day. I'm adding so much Day, shit to my fucking wish list. I didn't get to it. It's so um, cute. It's been out for a while, uh, but I want to go back to it. Oh, and, this one, 2018. Um, yeah. Yeah, is there, it, uh, yeah, but it's going through my, my stuff now. Is, it's surprising. Uh, it, it, this made me think of the idea that uh, certain genres only exist in like the indie scape. I can't think of a triple A relationship sim. 
Or like a, a dating sim game. Life is, life is Strange is about the closest yeah, I can think of. you know, you might there, be right. Yeah. That might be yeah. there. Yeah. That's true, because like, you know, when, when you do AAA, you've got so many investors in it, you have to hit the mass, the biggest audience, right? The biggest market. And it's quite niche. Uh, yeah. Dating sims are oh. quite niche. So Mass you, Effect is smaller, a relationship yeah. dating sim. There you go. Yeah. There, there are games true. that have, yeah. they, they usually yeah. exist as like subsystems, right? Like yeah. chat's popping yeah. off and saying like uh, Fire Emblem and Persona, like, I don't, I think the combat is in the story are the main focus of those games. There's a relationship simulator aspect or component to mm -hmm. it but it's not the main focus it's not the main focus like yeah. something like it's not like yeah. boyfriend dungeon it's like yeah uh an open world sandbox game with romance options like that's that's right. totally different right like and that's what a triple a company can do is they can do a massive game that appeals to a massive audience and then add all these other like entire indie games within it right that's that's kind of as like side thoughts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I play like Infinity Games, right? And then in the upcoming, I'm going to be playing like the next iterations of more Devolver games, Shadow Warrior 3, Trek to Yomi, Cult of the Lamb. Like that's Weird West. That's on my oh, docket. I'm ready for that like Cult of the week. Lamb game. Cult yeah. of the Lamb game. That showed really well. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at, I'm just going through my list now. Like, Trying to name some stuff. Uh, sorry, interrupt. I was gonna say, Cult of the Lamb first showed at E3, right? That's when you guys debuted. Oh that? yeah, okay. no, I remember this. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. or it might have been the games. I, I it was somewhere in there. I feel like it was actually more like the. It might have been the, the Game Jeff Awards. Lee, yeah, the Game Awards. Yeah, it was it game both? Awards is that way to, yeah, yeah. E3 slash Game Awards. I feel like it was it was Jeff Keighley's thing. I feel like he's got a toe dipped in everything. So I just go, it's a Jeff Keighley thing. It yeah. was a Jeff Keighley thing. Yeah. Um, but it's it's freaking hot. I that's this probably the most the the one I'm the most hyped about that we're putting out at some point in time. Don't know when I would say the release date is in your heart, people. The release date is in uh, your I, heart. I hear uh, end of February's booked. I don't know if you can put that into the, <laughs> yeah, right, uh, <laughs> the right meetings, but definitely yeah. want to stay out of that. End of February, a little busy. Is Elden Ring coming out the day after that? <laughs> Perfectly planned. Um, uh, yeah, I, speaking of games that are yet to be released, uh, any either of you guys, uh, Darkest Dungeon? Hype yeah, about oh, God. That? Dude, oh, I, yeah, I'm ready yeah. for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know God. what happened to my brain. Uh, maybe because there's just a D twice in the name of the Darkest Dungeon. For some reason, I thought that was a Devolver game. For the longest time, no, I was like, "Oh yeah, Darkest Dungeon," but no, it's it's, yeah. it's completely not actually, published. <laughs> no, that was actually thing, like one of the most successfully crowdfunded games, yeah. like in the history of games. Red Hook, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Red Hook. you're in Vancouver as well. Um, great. They got Wait, Red Hook's in the coup. Yeah, oh, a lot of good shit in Vancouver. Red Hook's got that epic money now, so uh, we'll yeah. see. That launches. And they've got Tuesday. one, a board game, right? Probably. And I wouldn't I be surprised. Back, I feel like I back, yeah. I back so many board games on Kickstarter. I think, I think they did I a backed game, a Darkest yeah. Dungeon board game, which I'm hyped for. I usually don't back like video game to uh, board game translations. It's just because I don't know. I just feel a little too gimmicky. But the guy, one of the main designers at Red Hook is a board game designer. Like, oh, wow. he's made other board games. I think one was called Crows or something. So I'm like, well, this is going to be hot. I got to back this. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I still remember, uh, and and I don't think I can do this with very many games, uh, but I remember when Dark's Dungeon 1 first came out in early access, it was in February, I forget the exact year, but the Super Bowl was happening, 
and I was watching the Super Bowl while playing the game at the same time because it was like so fucking addictive. So uh, <laughs> I have I have high hopes. As someone that doesn't necessarily play a lot of uh, quote unquote indie titles, I'm I'm very excited yeah. for Darkest Dungeon too. It's just like such a fantastic stream game. Uh, it is. And check, it's uh, super into watching a, uh, someone fail and or succeed. Mostly fail though. Um, so yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that game next Tuesday. I feel like any game that has a lot of risk reward, like where you can do gambas in chat, like those are they're they're easier hits yeah. than others. Mm-hmm. And chat can be involved without like doing the whole Twitch integration thing, but it's just like they're invested, right? So I I, I just like I breaking that. those games and then seeing the developer <laughs> like uh, silently fix them. It's like they watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They saw the channel. They probably never had too. anything to do with the channel. Like, you had nothing to do with this. Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. I yeah. did. I did. You fixed Jester because <laughs> you watched the stream. <laughs> well, I remember that. The, they, they did this whole, uh, the release of that um, that infinite, like, how far, how far can you get? And someone, like, broke it with a, with a trinket or something. Yeah. And you could just go forever with this thing. And they're like, well, I guess that gets first place. <laughs> broke, broke our game, so uh, yeah. I guess you guys get like I remember it was kind. Of, I think I got like eighth or something out of ten, or so, and it was like ten streamers doing this. Yeah, but uh, yeah, someone just broke it and was like, "They're still going." Like well, eight hours later, they're still going. Darkest Dungeon's one of those games where it doesn't necessarily make sense for the game to be broken. But from a player perspective, breaking that game feels better than any other game because it's so fucking hard. So like to, so to be punishing. like, oh yeah, I got one up on the developers and I, you know, one shot a guy with a hundred HP or whatever. It's like, fuck you, developers. I fucking bested your game. <laughs> Patch that yeah. shit, assholes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the few games that, any, that happens. Any mm. game that, that relies on percentages that you can hedge your bets against. Yeah. Like, I mean, like XCOM. XCOM is famous. Uh, Are you missing like ninety five percent shots, right? But like, that is the thing. That is the thing that really, really gets your blood going. It's like, okay, ninety five percent shot or I die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely one of them, and and I had there's video evidence, and uh, Red Hook uh, used it. No. <laughs> no, no, they, they, they contact me every time. No, They're like, hey, we're going I know to a dev. Exact, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to a dev thing. Can we uh, show your video? I'm like, be my guest. And they, they did it every time. Like, they contacted me like five times. They're like, we're going to another thing. What do you say? I'm like, dude, just use it for however you like, man. I love your game. If it helps you promote it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're really smart about that. When 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 did Dark Dungeon even come out? They're I was about to look that up. I think that was about twenty twenty sixteen. Okay, I think it came but, out like the early access in twenty sixteen. Oh, okay, yeah. I was gonna say I can't. It's, holy crap! Though because I I want to say twenty fifteen was when it came out, like just into early access. Yeah, yeah. The real, the official one point is is January nineteenth, twenty sixteen, and the. It way early access, like long, long before the 1.0. Yeah. I, I was just, I was thinking from talk, the perspective yeah. of those uh, sounds they sent to all the streamers. Um, yeah, I was the, like, boy, the I've, been using, I've been using that for a long time. Yeah. In June. Yeah. yeah. 
I still use mine because yeah. it's perfect for the thing. Uh, the guy who did all of that, because Power Up Audio is the, the sound team that does a lot of the, the indie games out here in Vancouver, including Darkest Engine. They also do uh, SGDQs, sound, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, they there's it's like three guys it's like three people they do so they i remember him saying like we recorded like the sounds of 50 frogs or something for darkest touch it was insane and then they sent out all these like sound packs and they did the research they like checked out my channel mine is like the pandas are here or something i can't remember but it's like, you know at my branding at the time so it like it's just so smart and why because they're part of the streaming culture jason regami kevin regami like the, the one of the leads at power up audio he streams he speed runs brothers there's tale of two brothers for some reason um so it makes <laughs> oh my god just makes such a big difference it's so weird like why that i watch the stream <laughs> i've never yeah. cried so fast in my life <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah how do i get from happy to like excruciatingly sad yeah. in the shorter amount of time possible no they're great great people and that's what makes all the difference you gotta engage the people you want to, to play your game it's true uh, speaking of that to like to tie I back to to uh, uh, Daniel Mullins and and I playing the hex, and there's a part in the hex. I, I mean, it's it's a what four year old game, something like that. But there's a part in the hex where it shows like Twitch chat, Twitch chat, <laughs> and yeah. in the Twitch chat, it shows people spamming uh, the line from Darkest Dungeon. Uh, uh, overconfidence yeah. is a slow and insidious killer in the hex, and I was like, oh shit, that's awesome. <laughs> That's something I really love about the indie community is they they they're friends like they they want to support each other. It's less slightly less competitive towards each other. Um, yeah. And being part of like that community and like going to just talking to packs like booth buddies. Just seeing the booth buddies like yeah we're we're, we're going out to lunch later on or just talking about our strategies and like what are we gonna do about influencers and you know like talking numbers. And <laughs> it's so cute because they're all just trying to figure it out too without help, right? Yeah, Pax is so fucking expensive. Oh, yeah. They got to do the best that they can, and I love that. I love the camaraderie. Yeah, man. No, it was like uh, uh, the first, uh, the first TwitchCon, or not TwitchCon, the first uh, Pax that I ever went to was uh, Pax South, the first Pax South, and uh, it that it had that same kind of feeling. It was just like, dude, we're all here. We're doing this, like, <laughs> people, like. There is, we, we get money for doing this <laughs> and you, I mean, you do too. So like, do, do you wake up from this ever? Like this is fucking yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that was a but yeah, like I, it was, yeah, the camaraderie of, of, of like a small thing. I mean, it's gotten much, much bigger now, of course, but like, I remember that dude. Bring me back. Uh, okay, we have a little bit of time left. And I, I promised that I would circle back to something. Was it Katamari um, Damacy? <laughs> what is, what is, why? What is the draw for that shit? I have to know. Like, what well, is it? Well, it's fuck, okay? It's, it's super no, I know old. that. No. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's super niche. I think, for me, 50% of my enjoyment of Katamari Damacy is a soundtrack. I can literally sing okay. any okay. song right now, I think, off the top of my head. <laughs> I could see that. Okay. A lot of people have told me to play it because it's weird, and uh, uh, it is. There, yeah, there's there's like a scale where uh, 
the hipster side of me. Like, if too many people are telling me that, I'm like, it's not going to be as weird as you guys are saying it is. So I I haven't played it yet for that reason, you know? It was definitely one of the first contrarian of you, like, "Eh." yeah. I I think with, uh, like, Katamari, uh, Clara nailed it it's it's a very old title it's a very old ip but it was one of the first games yeah. that transcended like the japanese game sphere and got outside of that because it's so strange and i think as soon as it did that it kind of uh it start like even before indies were a thing right like i, I want to say it came out uh, even before like super meat boy had really blown up which i kind of think mark as the one of the first big indies um but like just watch this video and this shit has existed for a very long time and it got over to like uh you know a certain group of people within the the western game audience they were just like why don't we just have weird fucking games like this like why why are why are all of our fucking games so brown and like war focused and like gears of war was a thing when this was so huge and then this came out and they're like what the fuck (laughs) like how does this exist (laughs) this is wild as hell um, it's a palate cleanser. Yeah, and it's just persisted <laughs> throughout the years, uh, and there's so many different uh, aspects of it. Uh, I think, I think it was the PS3 or maybe the PS4 version. Um, one of the game aspects of that was that you could eventually go to Mars, and like a year or two after the game released, the amount of players required to go to Mars, I forgot what it was that you had to do. Whether it was like finish a level or whatever. It reached that threshold. So like a year or two after the game was out, it unlocked a brand new area and you got to go to Mars. And like the player base was like, holy shit, let's go to Mars. Let's figure this out. Let's see what's on this place. It was all brand new content um, that they like talked about being there up uh, upon launch, I think. So it's weird. It's a weird thing. It's a weird game. It's the persona tweet energy in a game. Like, did you see it? No, you didn't. <laughs> like, yeah. Are, are you enjoying this game? Now, who cares? Like, it doesn't even give a crap. It talks like the the big king talks to us. Sound like we got you a gift, but we lost it somewhere down on Earth. You should go get it. Bye. <laughs> like, that's just the energy wow. is at the time like refreshing and different. Now it probably might matters a lot less. Um, now it's probably a lot of nostalgia. But the gameplay does hold up if you are. If you if you like that kind of gameplay, which I don't really know how to explain, I think that's Katamari's the thing though that that <laughs> it's not the that's style, it's not the look, yeah. it's not that it's not anything that I don't understand. Like the I, the thing that I, I, I it's one as far as I've seen, as far as I played, it's one game mechanic and that's it. And I think that's yeah. why it doesn't like appeal to me because it's just like right. you roll a ball around and collect stuff, and that is all. Like and even totally the okay. most basic platformer has more like. It only hits on that one note, yeah. So even yeah. though you can respect it for being unapologetically itself, it's still like, I'm bored. You know, after like 20 minutes or <laughs> yeah. something. It's kind of like yeah. Super Monkey Ball in that. Like, yeah, like I think those two games are parallel okay. to one another. I'm never going to be like, you okay. must like this game or you're stupid unless it's Chrono Trigger, in which you're stupid if you don't like it. But um, <laughs> if it's, you know, but it, That's a, That <laughs> is correct. That game, is correct. It's any other game. like, not It's niche for a reason, right? yeah it's not, <laughs> that's that's sure. what it is but I, I mean i like niche stuff this is it i think i i just had to nail down like with the help of you guys in chat what about it was didn't like grab me and i think that was it like the variety of gameplay like i love the music i like i like bright colors i'm a very shiny object kind of person like hey keys yay um <laughs> <laughs> you know jingle jingle wee 
but like it's it just has to be more like you got to add more different keys and this was just the same set of keys you know? yeah yeah well you see that all right well we've come to the end of the show and this is the part where we say hey shout yourself out this is a you we, we get your uh, did you get them title cards jp they got all those oh yeah kids? oh yeah yeah cool okay so you get your own title cards and you get to shout yourself out this is where you promote yourself and tell people where to find you and stuff and let's start with clara <laughs> i don't know i was so unprepared 50 like 50 chance crap um yeah you can find me seriously clara like everywhere i'm mostly on the twitters now uh and i stream a couple days a week if i'm lucky and i have the energy to do so um but i also do influencer stuff for devolver digital i do some consults uh as well i'm a big fan and proponent of indie stuff in a normal world which vancouver meetups will be back uh, here in Vancouver, probably hosted back at the Vancouver Film School. And if you're looking for review codes, which I know is going to be asked, just go to influencers.devolver.devolverdigital.com. Um, or so don't hit you up on Twitter. Yeah. Hit me up directly if we are mutuals. Um, but otherwise, oh. I would die. <laughs> I would die. Um, so don't hit <laughs> you. You can at me if you want, but um, you have to be prepared that it might not be an answer that you want. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's one of the reasons why I was I was so happy that you could, that you were able to come on the show and do this because follow her Twitter account. It is just like uh, it's it's so delicious um, to watch like her like watch her say just say random stuff, but also to like go off. The, the evolution of Clara's Twitter account has been something because I <laughs> I remember when you were infamous for something entirely different on Twitter. That oh, happened on we don't Wednesday. talk about that, do we? No, we don't need oh, to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I, what I, it was. But totally yeah, no, bad. there was there was yeah. You, you've gone through many different phases on Twitter. They've all been delightful. Um, but the <laughs> the telling people off for being terrible in emails, uh, I'm here for that one. Yeah, I'm yeah. currently, I think, what, what's my current phase yeah. right now? Like, you know, don't be racist. Don't be a bigot. Respect Those people. Those are some hot That's, takes, man. Like, like Jesus, I know. calm down over there, Clara. So Holy shit. <laughs> you know, Jesus and Christ. Yeah. Respect embargoes. What was the last thing I, I think I tweeted? was like, if you don't respect embargoes, if you respect embargoes and you don't make my life a living hell because I'm chasing you, like, oh, my God, please don't spoil the fucking game before the game comes out. Um, if you respect them, I love you forever. We're friends forever. And if you don't, I hope that you forever dream of being a star of Two Girls, One Cup, except you're not into it. That's what I wish on you forever, for all time. Because I hate you. Excellent segue. Uh, speaking of Two Girls, One Cup, uh, Jay, do we want to say... Uh... <laughs> did, you just, did, you, did you just have that on your mind today? You just woke up like... Yeah, but that's the third, or, or, yeah. third, fourth time that's, that's been mentioned. Time, yeah, uh, first <laughs> on the show because of my tweet. <clears throat> a couple of times uh, prior to, but we're not going to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All righty then. Uh, well, I'm Skin Teen. Uh, a lot of people call me Jade because that's my name, so that that works. Um, I'm a late night streamer, and I play a lot of weird stuff, uh, indie stuff, usually kind of horror focused or, or dark. Um, I really like to interact with chat. I normally never use a webcam, so this is kind of the first the first time outside of like a TwitchCon that I've been on a camera and everybody's like, oh my God, she's got her face. Um, <laughs> uh, 
God, what else? So they made me a Twitch ambassador last year, so I must be doing something right. Um, that's, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm here about five, six days a week. Just, just. Oh, you're not really... on the council of nine, are you? No, no, okay. no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just off on the <laughs> sidelines. No, <laughs> no. Uh, every once in a while, Gassy Mexican and I are just like, hello, ambassador. Welcome to the, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's about as far as it goes. But, um, you know, no, that would I, be I, worth the price of admission. If I get, if I got to address others and you know what, you know, what you actually address ambassadors, the, the, the honorific your, your excellency. Yeah. <laughs> now you must call me that. No, I'm yes. I'm I'm here five, six days a week, usually at nights, just you know, doing what I do. Six, eight hours a day, streaming some weird stuff. Not streaming an indie tonight, streaming some back for blood, but most of the time it's something indie. And Which uh, I'm hyped for. Weird. I'm hyped for that game. It's doing well. I think it's sold very well. So back for blood. Right, JP. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, see, we're good. I'm doing shout outs now. This wasn't part. No, no, I'm joking. You're doing shout outs, JP. Go ahead, JP. Uh, hi, I'm, uh, I'm JP. We'll be doing, uh, JPNN and trailer time after this. Uh, then probably a short day and, and call it a little bit early as I got to go get the dog, uh, from daycare tomorrow. We'll be doing a little bit of POE prep and, uh, I guess more of a small indie game called League of Legends. Maybe try that out. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. You should check it out. Sounds uh, like it'll sounds like it'll do well. It'll, it's probably gonna do well. Yeah. It, uh, Strippin's talked me into playing that. I guess I've talked in Max into playing that as well. It's a weird time. Uh, Wait, and then Peely the abbreviation of that is LOL, dude. That that's never going anywhere. <clears throat> it's not gonna work. You're, yeah. You're never doing it right unless you're just spamming solo mid, solo mid, solo mid, solo mid. No, it's true. In that general <laughs> it's chat true. Uh, and then yeah, uh, next week Tuesday, Guardians of the Galaxy also comes out the same day as Darkest Dungeon. So we'll see how we split the time on stream for that um but a lot of games coming up that i'm interested in over the next six months so uh i'm excited it's one of the the rare times where there's a game out like every i don't know two or three weeks that i'm like yeah i'm gonna fucking play that i'm super into that so should be good times yep me too i i uh i'm excited to you know what put up my shout out i'll I'll do my shout out yo what's up everybody thank you very much to uh skin teen and seriously clara for joining us and jp for being my co-host every week this is now my show and there's no going back no i i can't wait <laughs> to take off my fucking host hat and come back next week and just be like what are we talking about no i don't care can't wait it, it's, it's so much easier uh <laughs> I, I think jb does this every once in a while to get to, to, to let us know like this shit is you know i gotta keep the show going it's not fucking easy uh Anyway, my name is Ego30. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore II on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all the things. Uh, I will be uh, firing up some Castlevania here in a little bit less than an hour, and we're on game four, stream four of the Castlevania sponsor stuff. We will be doing Harmony of Dissonance as the final game of the Castlevania Advanced Collection. Uh, hashtag ad. And then tomorrow we're going to be doing uh, uh, NVIDIA GeForce Thursday. We're going to be uh, going uh, taking a look at all the new games that are being uh made compatible for the geforce gaming cloud and then after that we will be continuing and i am goddamn like i just can't i want to play it today but i gotta wait inscription we're gonna we're gonna continue on tomorrow after the uh the geforce thing so that's what i got coming up uh, i don't know what the fuck i'm doing on friday or saturday i don't know how long inscription is gonna take but uh this is like darkest dungeon 2 waiting room so 
anyways it's true thanks appreciate you guys being here uh how do we how thanks do we do that well, we're, well thanks we're, for having me yeah, yeah. thank you both okay. for coming on uh really do appreciate that i do want to start promoing because i guess this is a thing that's going to happen uh thanks to an Thanks to trailer time and seeing that uh, Bassmaster Fishing 2022 is coming out on Game Pass. All right. We're going to be doing uh, Drop Frames games, I think, on November 3rd. Uh, I don't necessarily know how it's going to work, but so far, myself, Sips, Strippin, Crendor, Co, Zeke, Northern Lion, and Jericho, potentially more, are going to be doing, uh, I guess, the Bassmaster Drop Frames Classic to see who the best fishermen on Twitch is. Oh, my God. That sounds so great. So we'll I'm, I'm a huge fan of fishing in games, and I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't either. It's on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. uh, coming out later this uh, this month. So it's got I'm, just, I'm just glad there's a day that we can play games and I can just get hammered. Like, I'm yeah. <laughs> super excited. Yeah, so I got we'll like, Wearing inner tube the whole time. Yeah. I got no, no. I got my. They call it like I heard they call it a goon bag. It's when you take the box wine bag out of the box and you can float it right yeah. beside you on the inner tube. Yep. Take your goon bag out. Luke, I'll have one of those. I had we'll be, no it'll idea. Be a, a hoot. Wow. It's true. It's true. These are the tips. Yeah. So look forward to that. We'll, we'll have more details, or we won't probably. It. it if you've ever seen Twitch Rivals, expect that, but everything lowered. And that's kind of what that stream will be. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where my head's at with that one. So. None of the prize, all of the shame. <clears throat> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Zeke, you got to close out the show. You got one last duty. All right. Thank you guys for being here. We'll be here next week. Uh, what do we? What, what's next week? Oh, shit. It's going to be Darkest Dungeon After Day. Because it's, it's, it's next Tuesday, Darkest Dungeon 2 releases. So... Do we have to do it? Do we have to do a show next Tuesday? I mean, we don't have to, right? It I depends. Mean, you, it depends. I, I do you have like extra peripherals and like a desk set up in case you destroy the current ones you're using? <laughs> Not at two, Jade. Hey, Jade, <laughs> welcome to the drop frames family. We like to make fun of Zeke here. You're fitting, you're fitting right in. You're doing a great job. No, I'm the host just... today. You can't make fun of me. No, no, no more talking. Goodbye. Outro. Do it. Do I, it. I know Bounce Mario. Or...